Blog Talk Radio. Cheers. Yo. Shit is amazing. The manipulation. They literally got Mr. Racing in heavy rotation across the nation. Man, I can't take it with these stations. Playing oversaturation and lower aspirations. Solar activation. Ola maturation got me investigating. Living up to my expectations. Living for the next generation. Living for the ending of my appellations. Patience is a virtue. Hating only hurts you. The bright light glares the hair. In and out of here. Shit. Greatness is the turtle. It took a while to appear. You gotta earn it. Never out of fear. Blood, sweat, and tears is the hurdles that you gotta clear. A adjournment, you out of here. Life will curb you. The day that you rest in peace, it won't disturb you. But until then, it's building. Till it murks you. Depression is killing our children. So hurtful. They popping pills and drinking ill blends. Or the purple. Picks on social and sniffing cocoa. Sipping YOLO. In a circle. Passing big blunts. Kept so many enemies close. Huh. He became the tenth one. Young pimping. Playing high post with your eyes closed. Sipping with models. Listening to convos. In the midst of rivals who want to hit Lotto, come up with your number, run up on your Hummer with the cocaine seats, lightning and thunder, okay seats, the drugs got you slumbered, no wonder when you slumber, with eyes closed, you dream of walking tight ropes, one slip up and it's done, you only live once, yeah I know, life is a bitch, you got swallowed by the game, she got a big hunt and a tight hold. She had a kid once, then she got lipo, but the cycle continues, she keeps you on the menu, and swallows them in vain, Hansel and Gretel, dancing with devils in tight clothes, and some ill fronts, in a condo on Biscayne, I got invited to a meal once, fancy restaurant that was real plush, up at Echelon, the place where they get the deals done, the real ones, the ones if you break your word, they break you in ways you never heal from. The ones where they're safe on a plate when the meal comes. Ones like Sparks, where Paulie got sparked while in park. John Gotti got that deal done. The crime he made his meals from. Some of y'all will remember that. Some of y'all was real young. In the lobby, I was met by a God body. Working for the Illuminati. You're the real one. He said, don't feel wrong. I got to pat you down for concealed arms. And listening devices. You can't take a word. Some advice, kid, these jits will leave you lifeless with the slightest sign of betrayal. His name was Ray from the Bay, residing Vallejo. He told me keep Christ in my life, remain faithful. He seen vice in the night that'll make your face blue. I said thank you. I fell in there looking debonair. Heavy stairs for my debutante, a mainstay. Gloria Esteban was on the main stage. I got inside on the table they had. Mountains of Yayo. Hebony, ebony darts snorting bait. Face looking like Tusker elephants off of Louis trunks and nothing but their pumps. They was truly jumps. Some with their booties pumped, others truly plumped. Shit, I want to screw me one. But business first, what y'all want to do? The constable said, get comfortable, let me take your coat. You still got a ways to go. Shit, they'll send their favorite hoe to come for you. Please be advised, she's the number two. Peace, peace, peace to 
you and yours. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, this is your host for the evening, the brother Red Pill, soon to be joined by my co-host, the brother Blue Pill. Without any further ado, call it from the 347-273. Peace. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Brother Blue reporting live to you. Salute to Brother Red. Soon to be joined by the family as well. All right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Family, that tune that you just heard is our brother Blue Pill with solar activation off off of that monumental offering that is being chefed and cooked up as we speak. Okay. No doubt. Well, how's everything going on with True? Let's let's get it going. All is well. Just definitely. Right um, there. Can you hear me on this, this microphone? Clear? Yeah, I can hear you on the bottom of the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, just been really working to get some last cycle, some last minute, last cycle work done, tighten certain things up before we go into this monumental 40th, you know? Yes, sir. Uh I am. Um, if you want to look at it as a four and a zero or four degree, you know that foundation when everything yeah. culminates and comes together. Yeah, um, I went ahead and opened up Pandora's box today, and uh, you know began to uh, take an assessment of all of the things that I need to tie up before our birthday on Saturday. And God darn, I got a lot of work ahead of me. Um, <laughs> you know, everybody out there, all my customers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, don't worry. We have all of the orders and everything getting prepared. Um, any, anything that I have tied up, any loose ends that I have tied up, I really want, you know, it is my obligation to make sure that our 40th birthday doesn't reach us and, you know, their loose ends. So I've been doing a lot of emailing today, phone calls, you know, just making sure, or you know, everything is good with me and the peoples. Indeed. So can you hear me clear? Because I just put on these headphones. Indeed. Yes, indeed. And it's the same here in terms of, you know, making the necessary phone calls, tightening certain things up, um, looking back over all of the business books, consolidating eliminating, you know, and, and getting ready to proper demonstration that's going to last a lifetime and etching a legacy that is not just solely based, but for the benefit of uplifting fallen humanity, ultimately, you know, or just the continuance of bringing these lanes of truth and these lanes at some point must converge to that understanding that's going to bring the people to where they want to go. Because this is about reminding people about the access to imagination that everyone has been afforded with, you know? Right? Yeah, put, I'm, I'm just putting in these headphones. If it's noise, okay. I apologize. 
But how was your weekend, though? How did everything go for the weekend, you know? <clears throat> I know we were it was doing a wonderful, a of... Yeah, it was a wonderful weekend. We got to spend a weekend with our nephew who celebrated his eighth birthday and just bearing witness to the dynamic of, you know, the children when they come into the full of maturity of what adolescence means and then the mind starts developing because, you know, the first seven years, they're just absorbing everything into the subconscious being programmed. Now you're actually seeing how that program is playing out. You can see which sort of possibly man this can be just by the understanding he has character and other lessons that you get at a very young age. I even saw perfectly demonstrated what happens to children that are not exposed to that level of, you know, exposure to character development, and then they might exhibit a level of character flaw, which later on expresses itself as jealousy, quote-unquote hate or envy. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed, you know. And then, yeah, so, so to culminate that, the next day I spent the majority of the day with the elders, and I was at the feet of the elders, and I was getting lessons and, you know what I'm saying, gems passed to me and history told to me, you know, I was allowed, once again, to use my imagination based on the fact that I'm still hearing things that are new to me, like, for real? And then that council of elders always, you know, have some advice to pass on about the continuous legacy, you know what I'm saying, what it means to, to bear that torch and what it is that you represent. And it's a long legacy. And there are many heroes, known and unsung. But the only thing that we got to be mindful at the end of the day is that it's all in the blood. It all is connected, you know what I'm saying, through that, that ever-flowing stream, that river. You know? Indeed, indeed. Yes, sir. So... And then, early in the day, on Saturday, we had an opportunity to have a conversation in the streets of Harlem with a young lady that subsequently is now changing the lives of people all around the planet. Yeah, that's... Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I'm honored to be a that's witness. That's just a Christian. Yeah, a witness to... Again, being being able to open that lane for Krishna to bring the healing waters, the blessing through the tears, you know, which ultimately become tears of joy. So, yes, indeed. I want to commend you, you know, on the show for your empathy and your sympathy, your words of wisdom, and your comforting to the sister. In the, in the, you know, in the midst of one of her most challenging moments, I would say, you know, she was uh, on film. I don't think that she was aware how many people she was going to be exposed to 
and she was sharing with the world some of the pain and some of the um, hurt that she has received as a result of her complexion. You know, our sister was heavily melanated, very uh, uh, deeply chocolate, and yeah. she was called, uh, she recalled on film to Brother Sarnetta and both me and Blue how her family members and loved ones called her roach and other derogatory names or terms and um it made her choke up and cry. She shed not you know, she shed some very uh uh healing tears and it, it touched a part of me. I, b- I believe it touched a part of blue, it touched Brother Sa, it touched everybody that was out there that day. And um yeah, her testimony is on online right now. I dropped a link in the chat room uh, for all the family that's there that's on the line now. If you want to go into the chat room, it is open. Okay, go to Blog Talk Radio, put in Nota Ledge Radio, and you can go into the chat. If you want to see the video, if you're not in the chat room, it's on Black News 102. All right, Black News 102, the same way that it sounds is how it's spelled out. That is our brother Sarnetta's channel. Uh, it's called the name of the video is Have You Ever Been Told You Were Ugly Because You Was Dark Skin? PTSS, Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome. And there's also a gang of other videos that uh, I highly recommend up there. My brother was, um, you were interviewing our brother who was on the BET Awards, uh, who had the freestyle, and his freestyle was the last freestyle with all of the members of the URL smack and the brother went in and shut it down with a very conscious, controversial freestyle. Fiery freestyle you've ever heard on network TV. Facts. You understand? And, and also, that could be, let me take this time. Yeah. Our brother, Big Pun, you talking about ill lyricists. May he rest in power. Today is a There's a lot of Scorpios celebrating the glorious, you know, solar return around this time. So, so yeah. all of the Scorpios. And that video that I was just talking of is on Sidenetta Studios. The name of that video is Rain Nine Ten, one of the best rappers, the Silent Assassin. I will drop that into the chat. But we have to begin the show right now. We have a, you know, a very jam packed show. This show is legendary. This show is uh one of its kind, you know, I don't think I've ever seen this lineup before. Um, we're going to open up the show, family, with a special guest, one that was not anticipated, but uh, in the last minute we worked our magic and put this together. So you were speaking of the elders. Yeah, you were talking about the elders earlier, sitting at the feet of the masses, you know, we are, you know, uh, talking about turning 40 next Saturday, and that as well is, you know, indicative of sitting at the feet of the masses for 40 years, and, and, and you know, and then you're able to stand on these stages and stand in front of your people as a master student, you know, on your quest to being a master teacher. And tonight we have a master teacher who will open up the floor for our brothers Sarah Suicetti, KT the Arts Degree, Divine Prospect, Minister Inky, Black Panther, Red and the Blue. We have our elder, our Baba, Baba Ajra Kwesi, will be in the building, okay? He is going to be opening up uh, the show tonight. He is also going to be in New York City on the same day that we will be in Detroit making history 
with our brothers. Our brother Ashraf Kwesi will be in New York City with King Simon. All right? So um, we are eagerly anticipating the elder to call in. Uh, Baba Kwesi, if you are on the line, please press the number one on your phone, the number one, and then we'll be able to bring you in um, to the show immediately. So I'm going to read the title and the description of the show, and then we're going to get right into the show. Our guest is definitely in the building. Okay. So let's go right to it. Themes. A lot of people are not familiar with the acronym STEAMS. STEAMS is an acronym that was created by our brother, uh, Marcus Mosiah Garvey, Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Mathematics and Strategy. It's an initiative started by the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey, and, um, and that's circa 1920, okay? So he presented that as a solution to the uh, Negro, okay, of that time who needed this information, according to our brother, to uh, uplift themselves. He found that this was um, definitely an angle that we had to uh, attack all of these different, um, you know, all of these different, um, you know, uh, schools of thought and knowledge, such as science, such as technology, such as engineering, such as art. Yes, all of these institutions, yes, and if one could take an honest assessment of the 100-year uh, assessment about where we're at and what runs the society today, you can honestly say that our brother made an excellent, excellent prediction, okay? So that's what we're going to be dealing with tonight. But before we get into that, we're going to bring our elder, Dr., I mean, Brother Ajra Kwesi on, to promote the event that he'll be doing with our brother King Simon. So without any further ado, call it from the 214-371. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Hotep, brother, how are you? Right, when you? When you said I was in the building, I said, oh, wait a minute, maybe I'm being beamed in. <laughs> I want to make sure I was still physically sitting in my seat when you said Brother Crazy's in the building. Well, the, the, the wonderful thing about this technology fast, nowadays, yes, the wonderful thing about the technology that we have is you're in the building right in your house, you know. Okay. So that, that's my so. First and foremost, welcome back to the platform, Baba Kwesi. Uh We are honored every time that you come and grace us with your presence. Um, our brothers and sisters in the tri-state area are very eager to see you. Um, you know, the talk, everybody's talking about it. So I want you to um, just briefly share with the family what to expect and what's taking place in New York City on the 20th of November. Okay, well, first I want to uh, give thanks to uh, King Simon, who uh, I've been trying to get up that way for about a year now, but uh, going in and out of the country and uh trying to make it happen, and, uh, you know, fortunately I was able to get up there now. So uh, yes. that's going to be uh, uh, on November uh, 22nd, and we're going to deal with ancient African spirituality, the origin of Christianity, and the birth of the black Christ, and the spiritual meaning. And uh, we're going to be dealing with that from the books in stone. And so that's based mm. off of uh, over three decades of, uh, of my research and uh, giving respect to uh, my teacher and uh, peace be upon him, grandmaster teacher, uh, who is uh, going on to the ancestors. 
and that is Dr. Yosef Inyakinen, uh, who yes. many years back in 1973, uh, who told me that uh, when I met him at Long Beach State, that uh, after hearing his lecture, and I tell the story all the time, uh, because without uh, that point, I don't think I'd be where I'm at now. So I asked him after he gave a powerful lecture that day, can you prove what you're saying here today? He said, well, young man, not only can I prove it, but I can take you back and show you. Uh, so that's the first time mm-hmm. someone told me they can show me. He said, but above all, we need young people uh, like you to go back and do the field research. So that journey started in 1981 uh, when I finally made it back there, and never knowing that I would spend 14 years with him uh, doing the tours, conducting, helping him conduct the tours and the research and information. So now it's, uh, it's going on 35 years nonstop. So it's been a long journey. And uh, that's where the information, the books in stone, when we say the books in stone, we're speaking of with our ancestors. We're not talking about mystical places or places that used to be. We're talking about monuments and temples that are still there on the banks of the fallopian tube of the happy now. I'm referring to the fallopian tube of the now because that's the beginning. That's where it all started from, uh, where Dr. Ben's favorite quote, we came from the beginning of the now where God happy dwell at the foothill of the mountain of the moon. In fact, I made that journey to the mountain of the moon in Kenya and Kilimanjaro with him back in 1983. And uh, it was in Renzori that I, a couple of years ago, went to Uganda to the land of the Twa, the Batwa. And uh, so going back to that beginning, that's where our ancestors started their, uh, their empirical observation. That is the Kui land, the, the land of the spirits, the Taneta land, the original holy land, uh, because without that beginning, uh, we wouldn't be here, and the sciences and the religions and all these things that we know wouldn't be here. And I think that uh, yes. that's what we have to go back to. And that's that's actually what I'm coming with. So I'm coming with visual documentation. And, uh, you know, we're going through a season of uh, white idolatry. Uh, we're going through a season that uh, this is the time of the epitome of white supremacy. And what I mean by that, that's the time when, uh, keep in mind, the masses of our people, we can have, we can debate among ourselves on many, many different issues. But all one has to do is travel around the city and around their community and neighborhood on Sunday and see the cars packed in the lots of the churches. Double many park. Of these church, double park, that's right. And many of these churches uh, have, you know, are into white idolatry or worshiping, uh, <coughs> excuse me, white images. And this yes. is what is known as spiritual enslavement. And spiritual enslavement is when the enemy becomes the deity in the spiritual subconscious of our minds. So this is the worst form of enslavement is what we're in right now. Uh, that is the uh, whole white idolatry effect that's taking place on our people. So what we have to do is create a critical analytical analysis for our people to think. Uh, know that there's some, I hear words going around the country that uh, we got to boycott Christmas and everything, but if you don't have education for liberation or, or give our people something uh, that they can see, okay, uh, then, of course, uh, trying to boycott that holiday is, would be a very hard thing to do. Now, keep in mind, mm-hmm. that was the happiest time on the plantation, and it's still the happiest time on this meal plantation today. I'm sorry you are about to say something, brother. Not at all, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can you can ask the questions as I'm talking. You know, but I, I don't want to hog the whole show here. So, uh, <laughs> so again, you know, actually, what we're seeing here is the spiritual aspect of it. When I uh, title it the African spirituality, is based off of what our ancestors observed around Mutnechit, or what is referred to as Mother Nature today. That's uh, what they have observed, uh, where you see the various heroes and sheroes became the personification of the sun. And the birth of the sun, the Europeans 
uh, took this and corrupted it into the deification of their own images. And uh, our ancestors saw this as the spiritual stories uh, that was told in stellar events, meaning the stars. It was told in solar events, okay, uh, meaning the sun. It was uh, also uh, uh, told in lunar events, meaning the moon. And uh, with these events, they saw that the story would always stay alive. So when we were starting to go into this season, and even though we get caught up in the uh, the jingles and the Black Friday where people will be stampeding themselves trying to get in to buy the trinkets, we can't forget that the trinkets of yesterday is what got us in the shape that we're in today. Uh, that's what started in my office. So today we see these trinkets that still got us mesmerized and hypnotized where uh, we cannot see uh, our story that has been corrupted, the spiritual story that's been corrupted based off of our ancestral story. And uh, these are some of the things that I'm going to show with the with the documentation and show a chronology, a chronological event. Uh, one of the things that we have lost is chronology, especially a historical chronology. Uh, most of us can only start time from references with uh, biblical stories, in many cases that don't have historical facts. Uh, but what we want to deal with... Uh, what did, what did our ancestors tell? What did they talk about? Let's go to the holy places. Let's go to one of the world's holy cities, okay, the Aptu. Now, we know about Jerusalem. We know about Mecca. But long before these places, our ancestors had a holy city of Aptu. It was a holy, a holy place dedicated to Asar. Uh, going back to the ancient spiritual stories of our ancestors, going back to that early triad of Asar, Aset, and Haru, the world's earliest story of not only a holy family, but a story of the Immaculate Conception, a virgin birth, a Madonna and child. All these stories is the foundation of what Western version of Christianity built off of. When many of the uh, Greeks who came in, who saw these stories, copied these stories, and then we see after them, we see the Romans who equally came in, who spread these stories throughout their empire, uh, when we look at the uh, the Madonna and Child that we're going into this season of this Madonna and Child, even though we see this uh, white female represented as the Madonna and Child, in uh, many cases, many brothers want to run after the white female because they think they're getting uh, God's mother in some cases. But uh, <laughs> this is actually a corruption of the Madonna and Child of Aset. Uh, my travels throughout yes. Europe. I see the black Madonna in various places that is still worshipped. I see her in Spain. Okay, I see her in France. I see the Notre Dame, which is a, a corruption from the temple of her temple of Aset. It's right there in Aswan. Uh, peace be upon him. Uh, Dr. Chekanta Diop, in his research, uh, found that uh, even the temple of Aset that was called Per Aset, that later this becomes Paris, and they still have a ritual around the Black Madonna, where they carry her out in a procession, the same thing that was done in Kemet. So that during the time of the Roman Empire, where they worshipped her, and this uh, Herculaneum worship, they carried her throughout her empire that became the Black Madonna. So that became the secret. That became the secret code that ritualistically the Pope and the Vatican still worships her in the Vatican. But we don't know the spiritual story where this came from. We just look at it as that, okay, this is the Black Madonna. And then we hear the stories that white folks say, well, she's black because the candles have been burning over the years, but it didn't burn a white of her body or anything. Well, in fact, this is the yeah. black Madonna that was taken up out of Africa by the Greeks prior to the uh, Byzantine Roman Empire. And by the time they came on the scene, they wanted to create white idolatry, 
or the worship of white yeah. images, taking the ancient African spiritual netarus and incorporating it into these European images that we see today. And uh, unfortunately, we play into this and see the stories that were taken from Kemet. After all, the books in stone is carved there. Telling, as I said, of a set at the temple of uh, Pataya Soka Shrine. Uh, we take groups there from the time I've traveled there with Dr. Ben, 14 years, and now uh, over three decades, still going back to the Pataya Soka Shrine, showing the first holy birth in Immaculate Conception story. And even though Kemet has been relegated down to uh, as Europeans have called it, pagan and heathen, and calling it these negative terms and negative names is to uh, keep our, the minds of our people out of uh, ancient Kemet, uh, you know, calling it the Middle East, although you don't have a Middle East, Middle North or Middle South. or Even say extraterrestrials did this, okay? Uh, but yet you don't see extraterrestrials building no, nothing in Europe. Extraterrestrials have built nothing in Asia. Nowhere else on the planet Earth has extraterrestrials did anything but on the African continent. And that is the reason, and the reason for that is, is there's an African ancestral genetic memory bank that is still locked up dormant. In many cases, there's self-hatred and denial towards these ancient spiritual stories, and that's, that's the biggest fear, is the unlocking of these stories. So, uh, of course, in coming with presentations like this, I'm not coming for people to believe anything. That people can believe whatever they want to uh, believe, but we want to, uh, as like a court of law, Let's look at the evidence. We've heard European side of the story, okay? Uh, we believed in their story. Many people have developed their faith around their story. So just like any court of law, let's put our ancestral story in the courtroom now, and let's present the evidence, okay, and especially from the books in stone, without question where these things were stolen from. When we look at these holy birth stories, they're up and down to now. As I said, the earliest ones are Sara, Set, and Haru. Haru being the holy child who was personified at December the 25th on the birth of the sun. And then that was based off of a star that I go out in my backyard to see every winter, and that's Sebosipta, okay, who the Romans uh, called Ceres and the Greeks called Sophus, uh, and the constellation, the rising of Orion. All this was our ancestors created these stories based oh, off of the winter solstice that we're going into right now. And it's said that we play it out all in white imagery, never knowing the ancient African spirituality that our ancestors told and painted on beautiful monuments and temples and tombs. Okay, brilliant, that even they can't even figure out how the paint has lasted for thousands of years. In fact, jet black, jet black where you see the black divinity all over the temples and tombs. All right, so this has been the biggest fear is to unlocking of this ancient African uh, spiritual knowledge. And as I said before, you know, are these holy birth stories are told, let's go into the back of the temple of Ipit Rasut, called Luxor today. There we see, here we see Amenhotep III, who was born of Immaculate Conception from his mother, Matanwia. And here we see that his, his spiritual father is Amen, that we still say at the end of our prayers, by the way. Okay, jet black. And also we see that even though his father, okay, his biological father thought most of the fourth, but he's born of the Immaculate Conception. The story is told there of his holy birth from his mother, Matanwia. Let's go to Zetsru, okay, Akari Hetshepsut. Let's go to her birthing colonnade. And here Amun wanted a pure solar child to take the throne because men, the, many of the uh, Nessus or kings, have married uh, foreign women onto the throne. And he wanted a pure solar child and wanted Makari Hetshepsut to take the throne. So 
So here she's born of immaculate conception from her mother, Amos, and her spiritual father is Amen. This is the very this is the very Amen that we still say at the end of our prayers. This is the Amen that our ancestors said is the invisible spirit that's in all of us, the invisible spirit that permeates throughout all the universe. And now we have uh, physicists telling us about dark matter and visible energy. At the same time, so, we see in Timothy chapter 6, it talks, it ends its prayer in Amen, okay, who no man can see, and that is Amen. So, again, the African spiritual story is told, being corrupted, ends up in many versions of the Bible. But and only until we start to uh, open up our mind and, and get out of uh, spookism, uh, and being spooked out, and, and above all, the, the terrorism that they've created, that a devil will burn you forever and ever if you uh, venture out to uh, seek out the ancient African knowledge. This is the terrorism that was created not only during the time of the Inquisition period when they burned people at the stake for studying ancient Kemet, uh, but now they burn you psychologically by saying that you will burn forever and ever if anyone studied ancient Kemet. Uh, so we think this time is critical. Uh, for uh, over three decades now, you know, developing through my research as I add on more information to it, uh, le- you know, presenting this lecture during the time of the winter solstice and the spring solstice. So uh, peace be upon him, as Bobby Wright would call it, the community, okay, to educate, to liberate. So that's what the information is about. So if no one's afraid to think uh, outside of the uh, circumference of white supremacy where they got us thinking within their diameter, then uh, we can come and start to see what our ancestors, and then uh, above all, find a spiritual space and place within ourselves. I hope I didn't. I got everybody silent there, brother. Give me a time to say something. Oh no, we just we are, uh, you know, sitting back, brother. In yeah. in you know, painting the picture. Mm-hmm. But I believe well, my I brother give, Blue has a question. Sure, but, uh, yeah, give me a chance to bite off of that. I didn't want. Right. In regards to the use of of amen, of amen still, do you feel that that is pretty much their way in secret of paying homage still to the nature and getting certain things done on a level where we could at least say Christianity is a, is a, is effective as a spell that's on our people? I'm, I'm sorry, say that again, brother. Let me get clarity on it. I'm saying the fact that we're looking at this spell being effective when it comes to our people in regards to Christianity and a spell that is casted amongst the people, is there a power that they're generating by going directly to the nature and still paying homage? Are they extracting a particular energy away from that by still in secret, right, even though the secret is in, it's in plain view for all to see? the fact that they end all of their prayers with our men paying homage mm-hmm. to the Netches. Well, unfortunately, all all uh, don't see it because we don't have institutions to teach it and reveal it. It's only through when we have our own communities can we teach it. But the spell is is uh, victimizing our own, our own black divinity. Okay, that's where we, has, we have been uh, demonized and, and all these types of things. Well, we can't open up to our African spirituality because we've been taught that uh, anything black is negative and bad and all these types of things. And the reason why that was created, because when you go back to Kemet, you see all the black divinity on the temples that the Europeans literally copied. Okay, even when we look at Asar, Asar, 
who was known as the Lord of the Perfect Black. Uh, when the right. Greeks came in and during the time of the creation of this character named Serapis, uh, I have pictures where they made him white. So they have always changed, uh, you know, the black divinity, the black Netherus, okay, into white characters and so forth. So we, so and then taught us that white was pure and white was good. So this is what is put down into our collective subconscious as a people of the negativity. So that's the spell that they created. That was the spell that was created on the plantation. That's what is still going on today. We know it, uh, angel's food cake versus devil's food cake. So we were told that as children. So the spell was the negativity of the, the negative connotations that were associated with blackness. Okay, so uh, when you watch TV, you grew up watching the good cowboy, okay, had the white hat, okay, and the bad one had the black hat. All right, Just so all, in fact, they had, they had a poster around the country with a little sister who had her hair like little horns and a little white and a little white girl next to her. See, that's spiritual psychological warfare. That's the spell that was created right. to stop our our spiritual our spiritual subconscious from locking into that whole black divinity that. Uh, that African people created. In fact, we are the most spiritual people on the planet Earth. Without African well, people, all these religious systems would not exist in the first place. Well, my brother, your demonstrations have not gone without their merit because there are many people on this line here tonight who can attribute their awakening to something that you brought forth. You know, so those trips that you took, the research that you've done, and the works that you have put forth have been very effective in breaking those mental shackles and bringing people out of that grave, you know. Yes, brother. So I, I want to thank we, you for we, that. But we I commend you, and you know. Well, I think we all have. I think what we have to acknowledge is that uh, we all have a piece. If I use the analogy like a mirror, you put it up to your face, you can see your face. But if somebody comes and knocks that mirror out your hand and knocks it on the ground and it breaks up into many pieces, is that right? But if we pick up one piece of that mirror and then say, I got it, I, I, I got it, no, you don't have it. There's many other pieces down on the ground. So it takes all of us to take the piece and each of us master what we're interested in. And then when, some, when another brother or sister pick up a piece, respect them because they're researching it. It takes many of us to put these pieces right. back together. Back you together. have a university for liberation. This is the piece that you have chosen, all right? Mm -hmm. But we can't pick up a piece, and then because we haven't researched what somebody else has done, now we want to jump over them because of something that we don't know, because you don't know it, because it's impossible for one person in a lifetime to know all the ancestral knowledge that our ancestors laid down. That would belittle the ancestors and it would just become an egotistical maniac, literally a nut to even think that. So this is just a small piece that I have within this space and time that I'm traveling through called life, and we all are passing through this space and time. And if every black man and woman was to take a piece, we would be out of this oppression tomorrow of white supremacy. We'd be out of it tomorrow. But they take 100% of our time, the majority of us, and then wear us out just like on the plantation, and we have nothing to give back to the race. And uh, fortunately, through this passage of life that I've been able to free myself many years ago from the system to be able to uh, be independent enough 
and uh, to do this work and take the, the piece, the little piece that I've worked on, okay, uh, starting with the Grandmaster teacher, Dr. Ben, for many, many years, working right there with him and Kemet, okay, uh, teaching me how to conduct tours and the whole business part of it, not just the education part of it, okay, and seeing the dedication and uh, and putting that piece together. So, uh, so that's what I, that's the way I have to put it. That we all have a piece, and that's how we have to look at it. And once we look at it that from that revolutionary point of view, then we all come warriors. Okay, and uh, as long as that piece is working for our people, as Dr. Clark peacefully upon another grandmaster teacher, who in fact I met in Kemet in 1981 on Dr. Ben's tour, as uh, he said, take what you do best and do it for your people. And that's what we have to do. So, you know, we appreciate what, uh, what you're doing with On the Ledge Indeed. as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Educating Thanks. and liberating African minds. Mm-hmm. And this journey is such as, I mean, I, these over three decades seem to me to be like less than 10 years. When you get into this, you get into a time, uh, time warp. Time you warp. Know, yeah, my, next next month, I'm 63. Next month, I, could, I don't even know where the, weird, the years went. <laughs> So, you know, that, but that's when you're on the work, you know. Hello. Hello, Kwesi. I was told told by one of my elders uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, they shared with me that when you find your purpose in life, they said that time no longer exists. Mm, it begins. It begins. Yes, they said that. But that, old, that elder told you right. <laughs> it's just time seems time. to. Uh, you're oblivious to time when you find your purpose. Believe me, because uh, you can you can wake up in the morning and start working on a project, brother. Next thing you know, raw is raw is already passed by. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure, definitely. You know, and mm. me and Blue, we we we've been we've been on a show over the past few days. You know, over the past few weeks, just preparing ourselves for our 40th, which will be on the 14th. And, um, you know, we're related because we come from a generation where that is actually a right, you know, that, that's something that you can actually brag about. To reach 40 and still have your mind intact and still have your body parts functioning, you know, and still, you know. Yeah, that's um, right, brother. And just to be, I mean, all the brothers that I not to be from defeated. high school are no longer here. I'm the old from the brothers I knew from uh, high school. The brothers I knew from out in L.A. with the out there and the movement fighting the Gestapo beast are no longer here. So, you know, it feels like a lonely world to me now, because all the warriors that I knew uh, back in the day uh, are no longer here. Right. Like the last yeah. one made his transition just uh, two years ago. Man. Yes, yeah, so you know. It. You know, so that, so just you know, for a black man to you know, once you make it, if you, I mean, actually, if you can make it over twenty, you got a good chance. When they say twenty-five, you got a good chance. See, so we are really at war. You know, I mean, we have to realize that. You know, the, well, the black man is endangered. <laughs> we are endangered here. Uh, you know, I mean, shot down. I mean, back during, you know, this is not new. Everybody's treating this, uh, you know, shooting us down in the street and uh, like it's all new just because they got phones. Exactly. You know, that doesn't mean it happened. You know, that I go back to. 75, when my friend was shot down by the LAPD. You know, this is not new. I've been saying that as well. Hanging or being shot, okay, it's the same thing. My thing is, what's new to me is the response. Mm -hmm. That that is something that's new. It's the lack of uh, 
you know, the lack of um, intelligent response, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the, the level of fear. I've never seen a level of fear and a level of cowardice, you know, and a level of um, just brothers and sisters who, who, who are basically, they, they have, they're at a loss to solution. Yeah, they, they, they're basically with their hands up, for real. They're waving the white flag. Well, it's like on the plantation, so, brother. We, it's like that fear modification process. You know, you, you were hung on the plantation while everybody watched to make sure the fear is instilled in you deep. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, that took place on the plantation. Now we sit up our TV and, uh, and we watch it. Okay, so keep in mind, you know, back in the day, you know, uh, uh, you know we had our battles, okay, uh, yes, we you know, did. And we have, and we have to keep a, a a a vanguard and defense system. We have to realize that, you know, everybody got secret societies, okay. Uh, you know, Negroes running around who are parading around talking about the Masons, and they got the secret, uh, yet, but they don't have a secret society of liberation of African people. So it doesn't mean a thing to run around talking about you got the secret. And they don't even have the secret, still worshiping Europeans. But that's a whole other story. I don't want to get off track. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but but above all. When we get back to what I'm talking about, the importance of um, the origin of uh, the ancient African spirituality, uh, that plays a major part in it. Because if an African man or African woman can't call their son, that okay, there's a sister has given birth from her micro universe, okay, the Sarah, they can't call him the son of God, okay, but that came from our ancestors. We created that, okay. Or call their daughters the yeah. Sitra, the daughter of God. Okay, we can't if we can't say that. Okay, and understand that translation. Okay, uh, then we 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 are still in spiritual spiritual enslavement when we can't see our babies representing that divine divinity. Okay, when we when I talk about the birth of the Black Christ, I'm going to get into that in the presentation. What does that mean? I'm not talking about. You know, uh, in the presentation, I'm not talking about someone. Okay, I'm making a Black Christ. We're going back to the committee teachings. Of the Christ, it goes back to the Ka, which is the spirit. Uh, generally, with two two arms up, that's the Ka. So on the temples, it shows becoming one with the Ka, all right? That, that the Nazis, okay, who were trying to teach that spiritual truth, called it the caress, and the Romans who corrupted it in the Christ in the making of that Serapis Jesus. When our ancestors told us that we all have a Ka, as long as you're living and breathing, as you and I are talking, that we all are speaking our ka, our spirit is talking, that is the ka, okay, that they call now the Christ. We are all the Christ, but see, the Romans feared the Gnostics because the teachings of that ka or that caress or that Christ taught that you must fight against tyranny and oppression, but the Romans feared that because the people would rise up and fight against the tyranny. They would fight up, raise up against them. So imagine if every black man and woman who's a Christian would understand that they are the Christ, that they are the call, that they are the spirit, and their spirit is to rise up to fight against tyranny and oppression, okay, that would be Mal- Malcolm X. He, is, he rose up his call. He rose up his black divinity, his black Christ, okay, to fight against tyranny and oppression. We're not talking about no man inside of nobody, okay? No, we're talking about... The spiritual development, that's what our ancestors taught. This is what I'm going to reveal on the temples and tombs. And it was during this time of the year that that 
is the time that our ancestors respected that Ka. Okay, that Ka was in the form of Haru, who was born on December the 25th. The personified all of our babies, okay, to represent who are personified as that holy child Haru. They have totally distorted our whole spirituality for the deification of Europeans, which is the worst form of enslavement, which is white idolatry, as I said, when the enemy becomes the deity. If we understood this, okay, especially how our ancestors kept this in motion for it to last for eternity, but the Europeans totally corrupted it. And these are the things and some of the things that I'm going to be uh, talking about and showing. So again, we have to we have to go back and understand what this all represents. So, uh, so the birth of the Black Christ, okay, that's the birth of our of our Black babies or our Black divinities, our Black Ka. All right, we're not a corpse, so that's the Ka. That's what our, that's what the uh, spiritual development that I'm, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to show this in the temples and tombs and the monuments, okay, that our ancestors revealed. We show a chronology of this and do the comparisons, okay. Uh, so we can see it from the books in stone. They were there long before I was alive, and it will be there long after I'm gone. We're going to go through the temples, okay, of Ipatasut, the greatest temple on the planet Earth. You can put the Vatican down inside that temple many times over, mm. as well as many other Gothics and the Notre Dame and all these places. We know these places. So when I say Ipatasut or Kemenu or Inu, Menefer, okay, I said nobody, nobody knows these places. Because yes. they took our minds out of Africa. They said it was it was somewhere else. Spacemen did this. And on and on and on and on. Spacemen built the pyramids. Anybody go to Kemet and see the chronology of the building of pyramids, starting with the step pyramid with Imhotep, and then coming on down into Huni and also to uh, Seneferu, building the first true pyramid. So if a spaceman built it, don't you think they would have got it right? Only thing people know is the pyramids of Akat Khufu. But hmm. if they knew and went to Kemet and go and see the evolution, then they wouldn't be saying this nonsense. But as long as you keep the African mind away from his African ancestors, then they can pretty much say anything that they want. Indeed. And tonight here on the program, we're also celebrating one of our African ancestors, Marcus Mosiah Garvey. We have an upcoming mighty conference. people, you can accomplish what you will. That's right. And what did Honorable Marcus Garvey tell us in the philosophy opinions of Marcus Garvey? The number one thing that we had to watch out for was what? Scientific annihilation. Hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he spoke about <clears throat> the Steens Initiative as being a redeeming force for the... Uh, <clears throat> the inhabitants of not only North America, but the wilderness of North America, but a global movement to take back, you know, and to reclaim what is ours. And one of the, what I can say in an optimistic way is that when I look into uh, what's being done over on the continent with our brothers and sisters who have embraced not only technology, but they're utilizing technology as a means to um, move forward, you know, um, I could definitely say that uh, globally our people are definitely in a better position to receive the truth or receive the light, you know, of the, you know, uh, the, 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 the community is bringing forth 
and really see some results in this lifetime, you know, to to really take this uh this technology by the horns, take the science back, you know, uh take our art back, our mathematics and really just move forward with it. So definitely well, you're absolutely right, brother. It can be used for us or against us. Okay. Yes. So that that's without a fact. You know, when I use the technology, I'm using it for us, okay? If I'm if I'm creating uh lectures or uh DVDs, or I'm creating it for us. Uh, when yes, I indeed. I know that uh when Mark Zuckerberg I called uh called uh, uh he had some not him, but he had people call here for me to be on Facebook. So I knew something was wrong with that. Why why would you call little old me to be on Facebook? Unless, uh, you know, you got this Facebook for a weapon of mass destruction for black people to get on there to say just about anything. It's just you can't, you can't play a game if you're sitting at the table and your opponent knows every card that's in your deck. So we can't look at these machines and think that we have total control of these things. So we, we I mean, we've got to learn to be a spook, okay? We cannot reveal and, uh, everything, and uh, we've got to maintain some of our own secrets. Uh, but we can't yes. become relaxed enough to talk about everything imaginable, okay, through the technology, all right? So that, uh, so they know the deck, the game, that was played, or what strategy, or whatever. So, I mean, I, I come out of the 70s, so I come out of COINTELPRO. So uh, immediately I saw, you know, you know, the guards went up, okay, when they weren't asking all this information, okay, for you to be on the damn thing, okay, what, no, you don't need all this from me. Right. Okay. So uh, they put up a uh, fake, fake uh, Facebook uh, on uh, on me that I had nothing to do with. Okay, so that tells us that uh, you know they want information on everybody. You know, I mean, yes, yet yeah, we we have to use the technology to a certain degree, but we have to use it with strategy where it's going to benefit us. All right, that's that's how we have to use this technology, or we find ourselves uh, where they know every move that you make before you even make it. Uh, you know, so we have to, you know, uh, uh, think through this whole process, you know, in, in terms of this whole new uh, technological era that we're in. And I'm still on a landline right now. <laughs> All right. Indeed. Mm-hmm. There's much to be discussed, and we'll even have the opportunity to discuss some of these things in Detroit with the family. We're going to be talking about technology and strategy, you know, the last essence theme. So we definitely look forward to it. We want to thank you for joining us tonight for this very okay, well, I'm glad I hope monumental that, you know, we, opening. Right, we piqued some interest of uh like I said the presentation will be uh that'll be uh uh November twenty second and the uh, ancient African spirituality origin of Christianity, the birth of the black Christ. We're gonna have a good time with that uh presentation and uh uh do we have the address for that brother? Uh, uh, is that that's 570 uh, Fulton Street? Yes, okay, this is that. Yes, yeah. Nicholas Bookstore, 570 Fulton Street. Flatbush Avenue. Off of Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn, New York family. You could take two, three, four, or the five to Nevins. You can take the B or the D to M. And then the R to Decamp Avenue and walk a block to Nicholas Bookstore. November 22nd, our brother Ashra Kwesi will return to Brooklyn with some monumental information demonstration for the family. All right. Great. Great. Thank you, brother. And it's honored to uh, be on your show, Education for Liberation. Indeed. Good. Thanks.
peace. Asante, my brother. Asante, mm-hmm. my brother. Peace. Good job. Well, you know we got to follow what we did. I didn't want to startle the elder. No, yeah. no, not at all. So, let's, could we get into a song and get prepared for our next our uh, uh, feature of the night? And then uh, we'll come back. Is that cool? Indeed. Let's do it. Okay, what you want to hear? Um, I don't know. It's on you. But it's I'm already, you I'm going to go with my brothers out of BK, Flatbush. All right, I believe the young God is listening. My brother Jack Black, you know, he is a, he is a, uh, he wears RBG on his heart. You know what I mean? The brother loves SETI. He loves the movement. You know what I'm talking about? And um, I want to, I want to, I want to present and spin his, and rinse his track. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my brother Black out of Flatbush, you know, that one of my day Shut ones up. black. You know, I I'm loving the I'm loving uh the transformation, the growth and development. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put that on record. You know, I'm honored that you are a part of our movement. You feel me? You know, so we're gonna go ahead and make it happen. So this is Black Queen by my brother Black Kim. Black Queen. Black Queen Black Queen. Black Queen. Black Queen. Black Queen. Chocolate skin full of beauty, all different flavors. Man's creator should be greater, not hated. No need for reassurance. You know who you are. Black Queen, day and night. You know you a star. Self-confidence makes you way more attractive attitude is stronger than the actions of a gangster she'll turn it up that god is to bring the wrath man in this hell should give heaven to a black man black queens don't play the back street like a trap queen to try to find the athlete black queens are sexy intelligent flowers in the black panther party the women were the real power human beings of African descent, tireless mother, wife, teacher, leader in the flesh, a chef suit with a little mix of segment. Lioness sitting on the throne, you're an empress. Your black skin is greatness, symbol of royalty. A precious gem that deserves nothing but loyalty. Natural look, hair in a bun, or you locked it. You're the top pick with that walk like you got this. Personal issues don't stop you, do what you have to. Protect your own and your image, then they make statues. Cook for the vacuum, stereotypes I pass you. They don't ask you why you wear the paint like tattoos. Even though you made them bad moves with that last suit. You learn from your mistakes and don't let nothing distract you. You're distort as long as you're here, there's no ending. Your products transcendent, it's our job to defend it. Handing out backhands. Take a stand for the backbone of the black man. And if you agree, raise a black hand. Give some long due respect to the creator of the black fan. Black queen. Black queen.
getting really hard. We need our black women to help raise the black youth. Unity is a given. Living in a world where it's a war against melanite. Go to bed, wake up the next day and try to get it right. Highly dependable in these trying times. Should help manifest your visions while time's flying by. Find a prize. Send waste to white and die. Sacred sacraments got you with them China eyes. You're idolized. Black queen, that means when I'm sick. Get a vaccine. Last scene, representing red, black, green. Provide homes to souls asleep. On the grind for weeks so you and your seed can eat. Sacrifice it all. Ain't no iron team, delicate touch, please, it's needs. I'm pleased to be in your presence. I'm talking to all queens that see their worth and know what it means to be a supreme black queen. Travel all around the world, you team, to overcome extremes. Still pristine by any means, achieve a dream. Set goals to down the road, your genes redeemed. Prince made a king, the princess made a queen. Mother of great beauty, curves that are righteous. In the likeness of ISIS at a time of crisis, your light is as bright as the sky. Smile this time for the creator of the black light, Black Queen. Alright, family, that's the brother Black Kim. Out of uh, Flatbush, Brooklyn, look out for that black queen on either the KTL mixtape or the Brother Sidenetta House of Consciousness mixtape. It's going to be a mixtape war going on. I already see it. You know, so much talent that's out there, so many bars, so many songs, so many new artists. You know, like I said, uh, Brother Blue, shout out to the interview that you did on HOK with our brother Rain out of North Carolina who uh bodied that that um that B T live B T site at the hip hop yeah. awards. I know I know some of the family on the show probably never you know, they boycotted the B T awards and you know, y'all don't do that. But um but you could go to you go online. Where are you there? Yeah, hello? Yes. Yeah. Yes indeed. So um, yeah, family, so you can go online and see the BET cipher Rain Two One Zero. It's the URL to Smack DVD Live BET cipher at the BET Awards 2015. Brother melted it. Feel me? So appropriately, Rain Nine One Zero. He got an album coming out November 13th on Friday. It's digital, so you can find it online. I believe. Directly at his website, rain910.com. To support the family, all right? It's definitely a problem out there. You could see the interview for yourself. Just get to know him a little bit more as a person and see what you, you know what I mean? See what he has to offer. And then, you know. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to my brother, Omar. Shout out to uh, Omar Johnson. He on Worldstar right now, melting it. You know, okay. with a clip that they got up there for um, dealing with AIDS and Ebola as a hoax. But it's always good just to see segments of consciousness, you know, especially on Worldstar. We were having this conversation the other day about, um, you know, the need to sit down with the brother who owns Worldstar. I believe his name is Q. You know, right. the need to uh, have a sit down with that man and explain to him the importance and the necessity of, uh, you know, um, 
representing consciousness on his platform that is recognized as the the leader around the world of black media right now. Okay, family? I don't know if you're aware of that. Excuse me? I've seen that interview that I did with Lord Jamal. That was that was epic as well. Shout out to Lord Shout Jamal. Yes, indeed. But let's get this show on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So everybody really? that's in the building, yeah, of course, all of my fam, mm-hmm. all of the steams guests for tonight, please press one so we could commence the show and bring you in. If our brother Keith is on the line, press one. We will open up your line. If we have anybody else, KT, Inky, uh, Sarah Sue and Seti, Divine Prospect, Prospect. we need Young Black Panther. We need everyone to press one so we can open up the lines and begin our show. All right? Um, um, Okay. I see a whole bunch of hands going up, so that's a good look. All right? Do you know what our brother Keith's first number is by chance? All right. I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go over the Of course, that's that's what I'm saying. So I see a 313 <clears throat> opening up. Uh, let's, let's see if it's our brother Keith. Keith, if you're on the line, press 1. I want you to be the one that we are going to open up the line and begin with. But um, if this is our brother Seti, then, hey, that's the way that the ancestors made it be. So call up from the 313. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, peace, this is Keith. Peace. Peace, Keith. Peace to the young guy. What's good with you, brother? Uh, just enjoying the show. Um, actually, uh, Quasi killed it. Definitely enjoyed the song, too. Indeed. Yeah, it, it was definitely right on time. It's definitely right on time. So let's start it off by letting the family know who you are, why did you put this conference together, the importance of it, and, um, you know, we'll take it from there. All right, I'm Keith out of Detroit, uh, representing Radio Radio, <clears throat> which is the emergency preparedness uh, radio self-sufficiency and um, we basically put together this, this conference to uh, just show the evolution because um, this particular set of panelists or participants in this conference have never been on the same car, the same platform at one time, and it wasn't a debate. And so, you know, to me, this just shows elevation and it shows, um, you know, building unity. And uh, I'm not sure if y'all heard, but we solidified um Ali Muhammad. So, you know, we got a Muslim, we got Divine Prospect representing the Hebrew Israelites, we got the Kemetic community. So, you know what I'm saying? We're just showing unity. Uh, as oh, the main beautiful. Takeaway. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Will we see our brother on the show tonight, Ali? Uh, I told him to call in, I sent him the number. So I'm not sure if okay. he called in. Though. Indeed, indeed. That's a good look. That's definitely a good look. Um, that's dope. That's dope. Let the family know. know us personally. Yeah. So Tell us, you know, why, why did you choose the STEAMS conference as, you know, an initiative, as a title, 
what is it about STEAMs that you want to bring forth and implement, and why Detroit first? Uh, well, STEAMs is actually um, a, a good platform for our, you know, liberation. Uh, without that, um, to me, that, to me, that's the foundation of a nation. So without that, you don't have a nation. And so to me, that's the the first step in our liberation and our nation, um, our nation building. Uh, you know, just we need to liberate ourselves from this current system. And what better way to do it than uh, to you know rekindle what Marcus Garvey began? And um, <clears throat> we definitely uh, we chose Detroit because it's it's the Midwest first of all. Second of all, it's the the blackest city. And I say it's the Midwest because every conference that normally takes place is either in Atlanta, in Texas, or in New York. And so it's never really anything for the people that's in the Midwest. And so, you know, we wanted to give something to the people who can't travel, you know, to to the East Coast or down South. And then, I mean, you know, Detroit is the Mecca right now. So, Indeed. Can you share with the family? Because we were all in, um first time we had the pleasure of meeting you, we were all in Atlanta together. Uh, KTO, we we had our hiatus at that time. We were not able to broadcast, so we weren't able to share the uh, that powerful event. You know, we were not able to share what we witnessed um, with the KTL family. Fortunately enough, we were able to do it online via YouTube through Sonetta TV and um, other platforms such as UGR and Baba TV. But just mm-hmm. share with the family the potential, the power, and the promise that you saw in Atlanta and as well in D.C. because we were at the Million Man March together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both events was total black unity and uh, black love. You know, we didn't have to worry about anybody fighting or any any dissension at all. It was just total black unity, black love, and that's kind of what we want to create here in Detroit. Uh, We've been doing it. Um, You know, we had SETI. Uh, do two events in September, and um, you know we we brought out a lot of people for that. But I mean, this conference will be unprecedented as far as the numbers and as far as you know the black unity, black love. And then at the conference, uh, we also have um, Brick the Foundation performing, and he'll be um, introducing a, a new black national anthem for us. So you know, I think everybody's definitely looking forward to that as well. No doubt. No doubt. That's what's up. That's monumental. Right. And also, I want you to um, speak about the precedence of having it at Wayne State University. Like, what does that speak to? Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, you know, when when we actually posted the original um, promotional video, which was actually made by um, Eric Shepard, uh, a lot of y'all know him as the um, slag at Valdosta State in you know, they tried to um, say that he had a gun on campus and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, he actually made the promo video. But in the comments, people were saying, you know, like, um, this type of conference will never, you know, it, it, it won't be recognized basically by the scientific community and all of that. And basically, like, we need to go back to the drawing board. And I was, and I, and I commented back and said it will be at uh, actual university which is, you know, the main university that's here in the Detroit area. So um, it's definitely um, major, and I'm not sure how many 
um, people that's on the panel that has actually, you know, spoke at a university, but I think is is definitely a major step in the right direction. No doubt. No doubt. Indeed. I mean, I'm going to ask you the, the next question yeah, that everybody's been asking me. Can they see this live streamed? You know what I'm saying? People are where they at around the world, and they want to participate with this monumental event. How can they participate and get involved? Um, so we do have the live stream, and uh, we basically we set up an event so far right now on YouTube, but... One of our things that we have on Radio Radio is um, one is none. So basically, we're going to set up two. So we're going to have the Ustream, and we're going to have the YouTube live stream, and we may even have a third outlet, which is maybe Google Hangouts or something. But we want to make sure everybody has a chance to uh, witness this and be a part of this. And um, the Friday event is, uh, you know, it'll be audience participation. So it'll be live streamed, but you can ask questions. It'll be more so like an open forum slash roundtable moderated by Red Pill and Blue Pill. But, you know, it'll be all questions from the audience, questions from the live stream. And then we also have an online questionnaire that we've been, you know, disseminating throughout Facebook and throughout the online world for people to ask questions. And then you can select who you want to ask the question to. So, you know, it'll be targeted. It won't just be, you know, a free-for-all, but it'll be um, directed towards that individual. And so um, if you want to see the live stream, like I said, we have the YouTube event set up right now. So if you go to um, the website, which is steamsconference.yapsody.com, and then you just click on either Friday or Saturday, whichever one you want to watch, um, at the bottom is a YouTube link. If you click on that, it'll say event. The event starts in 10 days, and it's the actual YouTube where we'll be um, live streaming that. No doubt. That's monumental, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that Everybody that wants to participate is now going to take advantage of the multiple streams that we're going to have available to stream this event live. All right. Yeah, and that way, you know, if one cuts out or anything, or if anything happens to one, you still right. have, you know, yeah, back at least another one, another one here. Indeed. Now, are there plans to have this conference traveling as well? Because the next set of questions I've been asking from other people in the Midwest is, are you coming to Chicago with this? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely the plan. So, you know, after this particular conference, we're already claiming that it will be successful. So after this Absolutely. conference is successful and it's over, then we'll strategize the next conference, strategize, you know, what what the what outcome like what we do at work and what I plan to do with this one is have what's called an after-action review. And basically we talk about what went right, what went wrong, what can we improve, what can we improve on, what did we learn. And then once we hash out those details, then we'll be better prepared to do the next one. Indeed. Indeed, wonderful. So let's start this. Let's open up the lines and start bringing in 
some of the participants of this monumental event. Brother Red. Yes, sir. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and open up our lines. I'm assuming that everyone who has their hands raised or one of the guests tonight, um, if there are any guests on the show who did not press one, please do so now, and we will go ahead and open up your line. All of the uh, all of our guests tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to open up everyone's line. What we'll ask you to do after you make your presentation is to put your phone on mute until we go to our callers for the Q&A, and then we will open up your line. We'll go ahead and do it but like that. We don't want any confusion with multiple lines and multiple people speaking. We want to keep this thing orderly. So our first caller is a caller from the 678-430. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace and peace. Can you hear me? Yes, indeed. Live and clear. Is this our brother, Divine peace. Prospect? Is this the young prodigy? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shalom and peace to the family out there. Black Power. Um, I'm honored to be invited uh, on Northern Edge Radio uh, as a guest. I think I called in a while ago for um, uh, one session that you guys had, but now it's an honor to actually be a guest, so I'm grateful for that. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Keith Horton for all the hard work that he's been doing behind the scenes to get this event up and running. I truly support the brother's vision of unity and actually put into the forefront um you know, to bring an event like this that's monumental to Detroit, you know what I'm saying, because there's still a lot of potential in Detroit um, that has not been tapped into yet, and I believe that this particular event will be the catalyst to bring change to allow more people who are conscious in that community there to actually rise up and actually support these type of themes movements, you know what I'm saying? So definitely shout-out to the brother there. I want to shout-out to Red and Blue Pill, Nota Ledge Radio, uh, for an excellent platform that they've been putting on for years. Um, you know what I'm saying? So what they're doing is not new. You know what I'm saying? They've been true to this from day one. Uh, you know, in advance, I want to wish them a happy Earth Day when they hit that 40th. Oh, and, um, you know, I'm just looking for myself to also make it to my 40th as well. And that's definitely a blessing that uh, the ancestors allowed them to live, you know what I'm saying, up to this point because they still have a purpose, you know, and um, that purpose is going to keep you guys moving forward. And I um, just want to thank the other panelists that's also going to be um, you know, sharing the limelight with me, um, my brother Black Panther, uh, also known as Ben, uh, Sour Suit Seti, uh, Red Pill, Blue Pill, uh, Minister Inky, um, uh, who else we got on there? Uh, Ali Muhammad, they just said Ali Muhammad. KT the Arch. KT the my brother right there. Um, and anybody else who may make a surprise guest appearance. I also want to give due respect to the elder that was on earlier, um, uh, Ashwa Crazy. Um, and for the information that you've been bringing forth for years as well, waking the people up. Um, and, uh, you know, that's pretty much what I got. To, uh, what I want to say as far as opening up. So I definitely will concede and uh, let the other uh, callers who are called in who's going to be participating in this event actually just introduce themselves as well. Indeed. Good. Thanks, brother. Indeed. And first and foremost, I want to um, salute you. The young, you know, the young, the young prodigy, you know, um, ever since you've come forward, I've paid attention to your presentations. I've paid attention to your demeanor, the way that you've carried yourself, the way that you represent your nation. You feel what I'm saying? Because when you come out on the couch or 125th Street, you know, I could see the fact that you are aware that you represent uh, body politics of 
almost, I would say, millions of brothers and sisters, you know, through the Hebrew-Israelite nation, and you've done a very good job, you know, defending the, 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 the craft, standing on, you know, your foundation. Uh, you was in that lion's den, you know, holding it down. And, um, you know, I commend you. I salute you. You know what I'm saying? And the platform that you created in Atlanta with the Black News 404 with uh, Brother KT, the Arch Degree, the presentation by Black Panther, and all of the ones that I'm sure that you have lined up, those are – I've been I've been screaming from the balcony for somebody in Atlanta to just turn their camera on. You know what I mean? Just, just set the tripod up. It's not that hard because the same way that a lot of the world wants to see what's going on on the um on the in Harlem, we would love to see. Like I I want I would love for my night to be filled up with information from all all of the other grids. You know I want to see what the brothers and sisters on the other grids are doing because that that's inspiring as well. You know what I mean? Like that that means something to us. So salute for what you're doing. If we can help you uh, move that forward and, and, and grow that platform, let us know. We will definitely do that and definitely know that you will be invited back on the show for a full presentation, you know, so we could get you in that KTL University lineup. But I'm going to go to the next caller, uh, caller from the 678-446. Caller from the 678-446. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Black African Power, it's your boy Black Panther. What's going on, KTL? Oh, man. Peace to the gods. Peace, peace, Black Panther. How are you? I'm good, man. Just chilling, man. What's going on, Divine Prospect? That's my brother right there. I appreciate him. Let me do my presentation on Black News 404 in Atlanta, Georgia. I was just sitting back listening to my elder, Ashwa Kwesi. I was fortunate enough to make the pilgrimage with him to Kemet this past summer. And, wow. and learned the lessons. He sat down and gave me some gems. So, peace to the elder, man. I mean, he's been doing it for for thirty years. I, I know he don't Monumental. like say this, but you know he's our grandmaster right now. I know he going he hate when I say that because because according to the Kemet tradition, you have to go to school for forty years to be a grandmaster. And he say he got some more to go, but but you are grandmaster, Tisha Baba. So we always salute you for what you do. Indeed. Man, this this gonna be a monumental conference, man. I, I I hope everybody that can make it makes it. The people that can't live stream, we're gonna be at Wayne State yeah. University at the time. I mean, it's just gonna be wow. I mean I want you to speak, speak briefly on what this means to you. Here a young phenom on the scene bringing the information. You got energy that, you know, speaks to the people. What does standing on the stage and offering this level of information to the world at this point? What does this mean to you under this particular banner? It's big time, conference? man. It's big time because, I mean, a lot of people, you know, it's different when you, uh, you know, a lot of us start out speaking, you know, just going on the corner, talking to anybody that will listen, you know, being on uh, being on YouTube, you know. But when you had a university, an accredited university in one of the blackest towns in America, sharing the stage with proven professionals that have been doing it for a lot longer than me is it's humbling, man. So I'm just honored to share a stage with all of y'all. And I'm just, man, it's going to be a great weekend. I already know. And uh, we got the added dynamic of the question and answer, you know, 
a lot of conferences don't have that dynamic. So we got a dynamic where people can actually go to the website, pick a question, and pick who they want to answer. I think that's just next level right there. So I expect this conference to raise the bar in conferences that have already been done. And, and you know, a lot of people are going to stay game up based off what we do. I'm anticipating that. Indeed. 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 Brother, that presentation that you did on uh, Black News 404 was fire. Just <laughs> put that on record. Nah, that shit was retardo. You went ahead and raised up, you know, you 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 did um some of the work that I put out there a lot of justice when I came forth with the revolu with the evolution will be digitized and I spoke about the divination systems and I spoke about the binary code language and the uh you know the relationship that all computer languages have with the divination system and then when you came behind mm-hmm. with all it's African let's let's let me get it twisted you know and Absolutely. when you came behind. Yeah, you came and did the the uh, lecture on the African traditional religions um, from the West African perspective. Your knowledge on all of those systems was very uh, intact. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I definitely appreciate your form, your your mode of uh, teaching. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I look forward to hearing more from you in the future. You know what I'm saying? And like you know, like the brother said, we're here to support. You know, what I mean, we're definitely here to help push the young scholars to the forefront, so you could, uh, you know, you you could take your place. I appreciate that, brother Pill. Man, I mean, all the information comes in uh, bits and cubics, man, just like your computer. So just like you was breaking it down with the computer being the most powerful thing in your house, we had that science thousands of years ago it just wasn't in harnessed in a computer but we had that nine thousands of years ago so the ancients the ancient priests the babalows they already knew how to interpret that information and process it without a cpu without a core processor you know so black people just have to realize how powerful we are and just wake up and start doing it so i wanted to bring that well, to our presentation all right, you're all ready. So we're going to tell you, uh, if you could put your phone on mute, we're going to bring in our other callers for tonight, and then we'll get into the, uh, you know, we'll get into this business. Absolutely. I'm a rock squad up, Team Osiris up. No doubt. But that. Call it's from the 902. All right. Oh, we got Vegas. We got Vegas in the building. Let's go to the call for the seven zero two eight four five. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You already know. <laughs> I feel good to be <laughs> live, back in the building, live, baby. Live from the Luxor. Live from the Luxor. Yes, yes, we got sir. the yes, sir. Inky, the young guy. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Listen, man. When we get out to that Steams conference, I'm I'm waiting to let off steam at the steam. You know, you already this is, know. This is, this is this is this is like you know. I, I feel like this is an alley oop. This is this is the layup line. This is my this is my area right here. So, um, I've been working for quite some time on releasing a formula to be able to quantize the source. So 
a lot of times we get into these these God arguments or universal intelligence arguments um, that that's going to be put to rest completely. Um, I just threw up a little taste because I'm out here in LA and before I released the book, the comedic mind state, which would be out this week. Um, and that's the, the ninth, that's the ninth, the, the apex to the pyramid. Like I released four books on black genetics, four volumes, and then four books on the mind state, the money mind state, quantum mind state, the melanin mind state, and the conscious mind state. So now with the ninth book, what I'm doing is merging the two, the mind and the body connection. So this is Black Genetics 5, the kinetic mind state, the kinetic mind state. And I just threw up the video just giving a little taste on um, the opening uh, or the weighing of the heart ceremony, excuse me, I got the, the opening of the mouth ceremony in my mind, but the weighing of the heart ceremony, and one of the pieces that we have to understand is why the Egyptians gave the heart such credence, why the heart plays such a role in our comedic society. You know, right now in Western modality, the brain is the star of the show, but that's not exactly the case. So what, I, what I've been going through is showing people that the brain is not the mind. That's number one. The brain is only the tool that we can use to access, access the right. mind. But if we understand that information is held in magnetic fields, then we understand simply that the mind is a magnetic field. And the most electrical aspect of one's body is the heart. So the heart actually produces 90% of the field that the mind is that the brain has access to. So the heart is responsible for actually creating the brain, which is why when we went through our embalming ceremonies, we never removed the heart. The heart had to stay intact for the purpose of the car and the body to be judged, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So when I get out there in Detroit, I'm going all the way, all the way, all the way in because I feel like, um, and a lot of people, they've they seen the, the I King coursework where I get into the, um, the divination systems and, and not only demonstrate uh, where it came from, but how to use it right now. I think one of the biggest problems that we have in Western society, period, not just in our communities, but in Western society, period, is that uh, whether we like it or not, it's based on the Bible. And not to do any Bible bashing, but the problem that I have with the Bible is that it's based on yesterday. See, the whole perspective is off. And so I'm also getting into the eye of Haru real heavy in the comedic mind state, but the perspective is off when you're basing your life on yesterday. The reason why mm -hmm. the Chinese people are so progressive and why they are the richest people in terms of money and resources and why they're debt-free as a nation right now is because they don't base their society on yesterday. The number one book that they use in terms of their consciousness and spirituality is the I King. So they're dealing with tomorrow. Yeah. They're all about tomorrow. Right. Look. That's right. By the time we did with yesterday, we already are missed all back the opportunities. To the oracles, though. Of course, we we. I mean, those but of us that want to participate, they reach back to the oracle by way of the I Ching, which is forever present. Right. Correct. It's it's physical in the now but it's going to give you the proper step guidance and um, insight into tomorrow. And, that's right. That's you know, what opportunity then gotta, is. Yeah, then you got to move accordingly. 
You know. So if if we want to be progressive and we want to do some real nation building and come up, we have to be able to take advantage of opportunities before um, before they happen and before they pass us by. I think that a lot of the problem with us is that we have poor, a very poor ability to identify opportunity, and then um, we're not prepared to take advantage of those opportunities once they present themselves. So once we start to get into that modality where we're looking towards tomorrow and then we get deeper and deeper into it where we start planning next week out today, then we start planning out next month, then we're living to the point where we're planning out our whole next year. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of this sounds good in philosophy, but I know a lot of us don't live this way. Then when we start to really see some success, we will start planning generations ahead. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the real, the, the diet and, and a lot of the things that we are trying to implement are really about because the um, when we go to our uh, ancient spiritual systems, they tell us in a variety of ways that the things that we do affect our children. Even in the Bible, it tells you the sins of the father will be visited on the children seven generations deep. And now modern science through epigenetics confirms what all of our spiritual systems were telling us, that the things that we are putting in our body, the things we're watching on TV, the people we associate with, the emotional traumatic experiences that we deal with right now encode themselves in DNA. So one of the other things I'm going to talk about in the book is the anatomy of the mind and how the body works in conjunction with that because a lot of these things we misunderstand. DNA is not a forward program. A lot of people think that DNA is a forward program. DNA is a memory database system for your body in terms of problem solving. It's not a forward program. Your body is fluid, okay? So your body can, based on your mind and your mental programming, your body can create cellular adjustments in formation as we see fit to, to have these things happen if we know how to operate the body uh, in terms of what activates genes, what turns genes off and on. And I know for some people that might sound like a lot of work, and, and to some extent we do have to get back to reading and studying, but if we don't do it, somebody else is going to do it for us. So there's no way that we can come up from underneath an oppressor when he knows more about our biology than we do, when he's more willing to invest time and money into studying us than we are. And it goes even further than just food because we have all these ancient manuscripts that we give reverence to, but we are not willing to sit down and thoroughly digest them to the point where we understand them to do more than just be able to give a little quick little dialogue. but take it to the point where it's um, applicable and we can apply these sciences. When we understand that the heart is producing a magnetic field that in some cases goes out 12 miles, 12 miles, and we can see this mm-hmm. with the tools that we have available right now, we have to say, okay, what do we do next? We have to start to begin to understand relationships in terms of magnetic induction. Now, that might sound a little sciencey, but we all have circles of influence and we can all see magnetic induction in place. How how do we see that, minister? Very simple. Inside your crew, inside your little circle, whether it be at your job, in your neighborhood, whatever, the alpha male, the alpha male or the alpha female, everybody inside that little crew is going to adopt mannerisms, language, dress style, cadence from the alpha in that group. Why? 
because a larger magnetic field swallows up the smaller, the smaller ones around it. All right. This mm-hmm. is all science, and so these things, these things can be um, codified and then used to create certain trends and patterns and behavior. And people get stuck in these grooves and can't get out of them. So we see that, um, you know, as we starting to come up and we get more money, money is only as good as we know how to employ it for our greater success or nation building, et cetera, et cetera. So getting money blindly is not the solution. Just getting healthier is not the solution because we see a lot of people, they develop in their nice little body, their little physique, they get a little dietary habit, and they're not doing nothing but, you know, using that in terms of vanity. They go into the gym. They're trying to have sex with everything in the gym. Like, we're not really growing consciously as people um, solely by uh, material aspects. So a lot of these things our ancestors left us, and we got to look to the people that's digging in the crates, so to speak, you know, our Amin Ra squad, our Black Power Cartel, our New Covenant Amber Institute, and we have to be able to invest time and money into these um, organizations to turn the organizations into institutions. See, when we complain about the institutions that don't work in our favor, what we're not understanding is that somebody liked the ideology behind those institutions before they were institutions when they were just organizations, groups of people, and they put their time and money behind them and to turn them into institutions and that's the opportunity that we have before us. So um, I'm excited because this is a conference where we're really dealing with technology and not just uh, computer technology, but spiritual technology and, and conscious technology and con- uh, technology of the mind and the heart and uh, people technology because the number one resource on the planet has always been people. So when we get out right. there... You know, I'm I'm going in. It's going to be reverse dunks, behind the back passes, all that. We going we going bananas out there. Indeed, we're going to go ahead and um, open up the lines for our other guests tonight. But do you know we we're going to bring you back on for about ten more for a ten minute segment where you get to go in and give the family a preview. You know, I'm sure that you already just did that, but I know you got more on the clip. You know what I mean? Because you're in Vegas. You're in the Clips. Luxor. Clips. So, you know, you 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 you, drink it. you got the green drink. You got the green listen, drink going. Listen, I'm ready. Clips, man. At but, um, you already know. When you back on, we want to speak to you as well about, you know, because you were in Atlanta with us uh, when the brothers, when all of the brothers came together. Um you know, we're going to touch on this unified, this unity and the unified principle. Um, I'm not sure, but I feel that this is one of the most unified times in the community where you have multiple, not individuals, but groups, organizations that's like Common Rock Squad, Fimo Cyrus. We, we're more unified now than we've ever been. KTL, yep. uh, uh, Team Osiris, New Covenant, you know what I mean? We're working together right, now. Right. This is unprecedented, and um, we want to we want to actually let the family know. So this is not speculation. We want to we want to be able to proudly stand on the stage and let the family know that you know a lot of your uh, ask, a lot of your dreams and a lot of your um, comments and concerns have been answered, and right. we're moving as a unified force. 
And by doing such, we feel that, um, you know, this, this should be made publicly known. You know what I mean? So there's, so, so, you know, cause people are still talking about where's the unity. And I'm like, it's in front of you. Like, what are you talking? You should have been in Atlanta, you know, well, it's a so problem is because brother. they see the de- they see the debates and they don't really understand the nature of the debates. The debates have served to do any to do, to do nothing but bring us closer together. And so, as we come closer together, we have to mesh ideologies, and we're trying to bring plans together to see what's going to be the most successful direction for us to head in, and how we should galvanize the people, etc. But what people have to do is understand that you, you can't let the surface confuse you to what's going on beneath the surface. See, on the surface level, people see us clashing with ideologies and opinions, but what they don't see is that people that would never even be in the same room together are sitting on the couch together. People that would never be in the same room together are sharing hotel rooms and eating together and playing basketball and hitting the gym and really taking this conscious thing beyond just talk. We're living together. We're socializing together and we're, we're uh, taking this thing from a, a book-centered point of view with knowledge, and we're converting this into applied knowledge, which is wisdom. So now we're living together, and that's the first step that we have to take to actually um, constructing the the world that we've been talking about. And I don't mean just us. I mean since the time of Marcus Garvey and Elijah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's galvanizing the people, and I'm probably – and on the road more than anybody because I'm in almost a city every week, and I get to see, like right now I'm at um, College Radio, Long Beach College Radio, and I get to see how the youth, 18, 20, 23-year-old, because these, this has always been the movement. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the movement's always led at the apex by the youth is powered by, I mean, the movements are powered by the youth, and Fact. it's growing. It's growing because, you know, and, and not to take any shots, but we had to get into a point where everything that we were saying was grounded and, and applicable, you know. So we went through a phase where a lot of things were, were being taught, but we didn't understand the underlying sciences behind them. So the babies coming up under our Phil Valentines and our Delbert Blairs and Bobby Hemmings were able to take that information and say, you know what? I'm getting ready to prove or disprove it. And then we came up um, and and a lot of times we're able to find facts and buried hidden jewels under these things. And now we're presenting those to the people and it's just taking us to a whole nother level and everybody's participating. So even you have some disgruntled, you know, you got some disgruntled elders with the youth and how we're carrying the torch. But the, the bottom line is that we are carrying the torch and we are doing some great things in terms of uh, moving the masses, and we are reaching echelons of society that we weren't able to reach before. I just did a lecture out here in Long Beach on Sunday night. Snoop's oldest son was in the audience. You see what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You know, and and and, and this is and this is growing. You know, so um, I, I was just with two Super Bowl uh, two Super Bowl winners before that. You know. Um, right growing and reaching other other facets of society. And right now we are at our most unified and it's a collective effort. So I don't want anybody to get the arguments and the opinion differences 
to be confused with the lifestyle because it's one culture, and that is what's unifying us is the culture of consciousness. So the small little differences and, and, and how we should facilitate, you know, don't let that confuse you. You know, and that's why it's important for us to have these big events where we all participate, or at least a greater portion of us. You know, scheduling won't always permit us to be everywhere because um, Polite was supposed to be with me in L.A., but then Carl Jones and Erica Badu called him to run down to the Soul Train Awards. So scheduling doesn't always permit us to be everywhere, but the fact that, that we're reaching so many people means mm-hmm. that the seeds that were laid in the ground by the Marcus Garveys and the, uh, the noble Drew Ali's and then the, uh, the the Dr. Yorks, et cetera, et cetera, those are growing into, those seeds are growing into us. We are the plants that sprouted from the seeds that they planted. So, you know, they, 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 their work wasn't, it, it didn't go unnoticed. No. Yeah. Not you at know, all. It, it didn't go unnoticed. Not at all. And um, you've been doing some monumental work. You know, we've been watching you over the past year. Your uh, your scholarship has definitely, um, you know, reached a global audience. You know what I'm saying? You've definitely set the bar very high for the young scientists. This just just the whole scientific community of the young scholars. You, KT, brother Ngozi. You know what I mean? Like Devon Prospect. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, the, you 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 brothers are bringing a level of intellect, and um, you brothers are bringing a level of science a science to the to the game that is uh it's monumental, it's unprecedented at this point. You know what I'm talking about, and I really, you know, I feel that. Wait a minute, we are going to be fire, doing... man. How 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 divine sneak up in there with me, KT, and then goes. <laughs> Let me explain to the brother scientific with his approach and the way that he handles his affairs in terms of the dissemination of his information with the poise. That's a science within itself. And I think that uh, the, the brother's tenacity to do research at least willing to present the information in a form that he's most comfortable with. That's also scientific and it should be applauded. And we should encourage, you know what I'm saying, all of the young ones around us to have the tenacity to Hashtag study facts. And, and, you know, bring forth new information and fly ways. This is still, this is the hip-hop generation's version of this conscious chemistry that you're talking about. You know what I mean? Hashtag this consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's just interesting that these are what the dynamics represent. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and it's, everybody, it's beautiful when, when we get to blend it. Yeah, when we get yeah. to blend it and, and, you know, we get to do them Wu-Tang tracks. Like, like that's what made Wu-Tang so beautiful is that everybody uniquely had something crazy and heavy to bring to the table when they got in the booth. But when you hear Ray go after meth, go after the RZA go after the jizza, like it, it was just something about that synergy of everybody coming together. And that was one of the beautiful things that we were able to see in Atlanta, um, all the way from the young scholars that people weren't as familiar with all the way up to right. the old G's 
like Professor Smalls, big up Baba Smalls in the building. You Bob know, he, he definitely brought a, a a stabilizing dynamic capstone. Um, yeah. Correct to the whole to the whole movement, and I think that um we got to make sure that we we continue to make sure that uh our elders and leaders, especially like Baba Smalls, um you know we we continue to point the youth at them because the youth don't really you know they're just becoming aware of us, so we have to make yes, sure yes, that we yes, continue yes, we to point always them, have to point to. them. Correct. You know, hold them in high esteem in the face of the youth so they can become familiar with the council of elders. But That's let's right. do this. Especially let's somebody that got real field experience. Like he was in the field, you know, at the no, time yeah. of Malcolm X, as, et cetera, et cetera. As we overheard so, in our table discussion, the brother has yes. a lot to offer in regards to strategy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the divine application, the scientific ap- application of divinity, you know, from an African standard. So his information is key. He's a key player. We salute him, as well as our brother Ashra Kwesi, as well as many others, brother Samarge, you know what I'm saying? Brother Correct. Valentine. There's a healthy council that we have before us. And, um, Todd you know, Tariq, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And they, not mentioned Todd in the convo. Yeah. Um, maybe that. Yeah. Maybe that. So we're doing great work. You know, yeah. When when you're in the eye of the tornado, you can't see the storm. You know, people have to really understand what that means. You know, when you're in the eye of the tornado, you can't see the storm. So we are that eye of the tornado. We are creating a storm out here. Nobody even knows how to deal with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are kicking up dust worldwide. You know what I'm saying? People in all countries are watching us. They are not really paying attention to the rappers anymore. You know, let me tell you something. You know it's getting dry. You know it's getting dry out there when there's no more uh, rap stories to throw on Worldstar. Worldstar is now throwing up House of Consciousness. You see what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're all watching us. D.L. Hughley is reposting 40-day fruit fast information. You know what I'm saying? From the group. If you're not aware of the group, get involved. Facebook, 40-day fruit fast. You know what I'm saying? D.L. Hughley, you got Marlon Wayne's reposting, you know, the, the Jesus the the, uh, the Jesus Instagram post and the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the conversation Reggie and Sonetta had with the Korean, like, when you got these type of personalities, the people that command large attention spans of the masses, because that's what galvanization is really all about, being able to pull people's attention to you. And that's a, a dynamic of electromagnetism, too. Um, and and I, I get into the power of the voice and all that kind of stuff in the comedic mind state. But when you have these people that are able to galvanize the masses, when they have nothing to do but repost our content now for years, They've been taking our content and, and monetizing it, but that's because our audience was so small that they could take our content, monetize it, and nobody would notice. They would think that they were the original creators of it, you know, uh, i.e. the Matrix, et cetera, et cetera. We don't got to go down that road, right? But now it's to the point where they have to give credence and just say, well, look, we're getting this from over here. So, you know, there's a lot of opportunity opening up as well 
So this is why people really need to dig in. And one of the things that I'm really going to stress in the new book is the money and the opportunities that are opening up because of the fact that we are galvanizing the masses. So the movies are going to have to come from us through us now. It's not this, It's not going to be the same as it was before where the TV shows and the movies were coming from us through people that were watching us on YouTube stealing it. Now they actually have to come and sit down with us and do deals exactly. with us. Yeah. The, the clothing line, the, 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 all of that's going to have to be through us. Um, and so there's a lot of opportunity, man. Don't, I don't want anybody out there to think that, you know, like, we, we can argue as much as we want. We still wearing Air Africas. We still buying only clothes from from Red Pill, et cetera. It's like th- th- we keeping it super, super thorough now. The dollar is stretching around this community. So the community at large, the dollar may be moving out of the community, but in the conscious community, we definitely controlling that dollar because people are, are highly interested in uh, spending money with yeah. one another and doing trades and, and deals, et cetera, et cetera. That's right. So, 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 so I don't want yes, to um, forget about our other guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get back sorry, to sorry. Inky to continue. Nah, we're going to continue the conversation. Family, what we're going to do is have a conversation with, the, with all of our panelists where everybody gets to build. So That's just dope. stay tuned. You know, put your phone on mute, and uh, we're going to bring you back. All right, bro? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, so we have another caller from the 903. Caller from the 903, welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. All right. That might not be our guest for tonight or one of them. Caller from the 903-475. Peace and welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. All right. Go ahead and open up another line. Call it from the 708-508-539. Peace and welcome to Nota Ledge. Call it from the 708. I mean, yeah, 708. All right. Call her from the four zero four four nine two. Peace and welcome to KTL. What's good? What's good? Yes, indeed. Yo, peace to the young. What's going on, brother brother KT? The arts degree. Salute. What is the deal? What's the deal? How y'all doing tonight, man? We good, brother. We better now. (laughs) Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, man. Just touching in, man. I know we forming like Voltron. I've been trying to get on, but my phone been tripping, man. I don't know what was going on. I had to reboot it and everything to get on here. But um, uh, but yeah, much love to Know the Ledge Radio family, Red and Blue Pill, Black Panther, Divine Minister Inky, and everybody else that's gonna be coming on the line. Seti, shout out to Keith for putting it all together. You know? Yes. We right around yes, the corner, indeed. man. We about to we about to we about to touch down. Touch down. They just got done wrapping up Batman versus Superman up in there and then <laughs> got it nice and warm. Nice and warm for us. You know, so we're gonna come through with that real on pool and hey energy. 
and lay it down. Dave, what's good with you, old man? I'm good. I'm good, man. I want to I want to extend uh love and light to you, brother, in regards to that great work you did with the sister. Um with the sister the other day on Saturday with Sonetta on in Harlem. Yeah, that was that was righteous right there, brother. That's a conversation that um the generation that's coming up, you know, they're not even aware of it because it's not talked about, you know. And um, at least not on a on a on a uh, a stage that big with that many lights, you know what I'm saying? So you was able to bring a very important uh, topic, you know, to the to the hearts and souls of everybody around the planet. So I want to extend that to you, bro. That was uh, that was big right there. Oh, good thanks, Give brother. Thanks. We we were we were not really aware of the the, the dexterity. And the um, severity of that, of the the color issue, the colorism that is, um, you know, affecting our people to this day. Yeah, man. Color color is very important. And and they try and give this illusion as if it's not, you know, because uh, in order to venerate color, you have to venerate the most colorful. You see what I'm saying? And and that's not what they want to do. But everywhere you look and everything that you study and everything that you soak in has something to do with color. I mean, if you go down to the very basis of reality and we're talking about subatomic particles, you know, when you got an atom, you got the proton and the neutron in this nucleus with the electron around it, but that proton and neutron are bound by gluons. Gluons fall into the category of up course and down course, and there's eight different varieties, and the eight different varieties are based on three colors, all right? And and that's red, green, and blue. So the, right. the, the glue that holds together the whole reality that we talk about, they use color as an identification for it. Now, that's on, that's on one level, all right? When we get into the biological level, we all understand how important black is. Because there's no color that's escaping it. It means that nothing's bouncing off of us. Nothing is reflecting off of us. You see what I'm saying? We're we're interfacing and integrating with all different varieties of electromagnetic frequency. That's what we absorb. You know, so for somebody who is of a variety, as that sister was, who is really absorbing a a grand uh, uh um, amount of electromagnetic energy and charge. That means when 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 the tongue, when the sword comes at her in a negative light, to denigrate her and degrade her and be condescending and make her feel less than because of that color, it's just that much detrimental to her spirit as the light would be that she would absorb normally. You see what I'm saying? And that's disastrous to a system that's disastrous to a body and we're living in environments where that type of of energy is is uh placed on us all the time every single right. day so how do we think how does how do our minds truly operate and truly breathe when we're suffocating within a contaminated atmosphere of negative energy and negative thoughts to deteriorate our soul and our spirit you know how do we how do we breathe? How do we think? You know what chemicals do we produce and create in light of metabolizing uh, an atmosphere like that? 
you know. And that's why the love of who you are is just so important. A, a woman loving herself alone because you're dealing with you're dealing with creation, you know, you're dealing with the aesthetic energy, the, the the nutrient energy, the sustainment, you know what I'm saying? So you have to make sure that that energy is lifted up to make sure that energy feels royal, feels proud, because through her and through that birth canal, you know, shall come the necessary energies to sustain the environment that we perf- that we uh, live in right now, that we exist in, you see? And 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 out of anything that could have been done that day, you know, you you two made sure that you were to invest, you know, and 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 sow the seed within inside that fertile ground, that that humus, you know, of of a human being that that you would speak into to to bring into fruition and create um um hope, you know, and love and light and strength, you know what I mean? Think think of all the people cracking books and and opening up these conversations now to learn more about their skin, to learn more about their nose. You know, how could you feel how could you feel a certain way about your nose being big when your whole existence is based upon breath? What type of twisted demented reality do you live in where people promote a narrow nose in an in an in an environment where you are dependent upon breathing in large amounts of oxygen in order to sustain yourself. You see? So these these the phenotypes the phenotypes well, of the yeah, go ahead. That's where, you know, we become interested with the information that you bring forth and the the other young scientists that are able to show the family the marvels of their body, how exactly do these instruments work why they're beneficial, why they contoured in these particular shapes. Like, people really don't know these aspects of themselves, and you bring it in a way where it's visual, it's descriptive, you're introducing us to new terms, you're expanding our consciousness, you know. Yes. And um, there are others that are bringing phenomenal information as well that gives us the ability to imagine. You know what I'm saying? That's it. When they start I mean, explaining like the I'm... process. You know what I mean? And as long as we can imagine, we can create. The reality is within our grasp, but, you know. Yeah, the color, man. It's it's that that color color conversation is very, very powerful because if we're going to talk about, because my my presentation in Detroit is going to be called Food Gene Consistency Decoded because in my studies and my my trials and rights over the years, that's been a term that has rung true in me ever since I was a baby, and that was food gene consistency. But see, as we spoke earlier about the elders, you know, the youth really learning about the elders that have come before us that set everything into place that we're currently carrying the torch of now, there's so many lines and slogans and mottos that they left for us that have so many layers to them. And I'm not sure if everybody really got what Sabi was talking about when he brought up food gene consistency. So I'm going to go real deep into that subject on November 20th and 21st. That's going to be, you know, what I deal with. And the color conversation is definitely right in the middle of that because in order for us to talk about genes, 
we're talking about sections of chromosomes. And whether you're talking about chromosome or you're talking about chroma 10 or you're talking about a chroma 4, all of those deal with the word chroma, which means color. You see what I'm saying? So we have to understand that that this this existence that we're dealing with is about frequencies, you know. It's about energy. So if we know that we are a resonant field of a community and we have differences, the differences is the attraction. That's the positive and the negative forces that are there in order to allow us to interact. You see what I'm saying? But as long as the positive and negative forces are all dealing with a certain process taking place, you see. When positive and negative forces aren't part of a particular process, then you deal with free radicals and you deal with things that go in your body right. where where stuff starts getting taken over, you see, and you don't have control, you know, going the direction of cancer or going yes. the direction of any other type of problem where you don't have control. But see, when those positive and negative forces are resonating Within a within a particular process in unison, then what happens is growth takes place, you know, strength takes place, building takes place, you know what I mean, and and that's exactly what the STEAM conference is all about. The STEAM is the necessary requirement for life. You see, it's the vapor, it's the vapor, it's 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 the and and we could take it back to A. A. Rashid when he talked about the three mother letters. You see, because when you put the fire and the water together, the fire energy and the water energy together, the steam is created. You see what I'm saying? And the steam, that vapor, that fog, that mist, that nebula, see, that's what gives birth. That's what gives birth to the DNA. That's what gives birth to the energy. That's what gives birth to us. You see what I mean? In order for us to come into existence, that change, you know. All right, so let me you know, do this. Let me um, let me veggie back off of that and remind the family we are three minutes removed from the eleven eleven hour. Normally, we go into our medica- our meditation for our medication at eleven eleven, but this eleven eleven is a special one because echoing the date tomorrow's date, which is eleven eleven, of which we have a new moon in Scorpio. Okay. So I just want to prepare the family for the influx of this energy, which we already are enraptured in because, you know, we can feel the shadow of it. So the 1111 portal or gateway that's opening tomorrow or for, for, you know, many conversations we could say is even open right now. I just want to inform the family of what's available to them since we're talking about taking advantage of opportunities presented to us. We always knew the new moon as an opportunity in pure black light to create new life by planting seeds, seeds of intention. You know, this is what I want. This is how I'm going to do it. You have to be firm with it. Invocations, not wishes, that one must stand on in the energy of the new moon to bring about manifestation. So let me just read some information real quick. All right, the sacred geometry of the number one. Okay, we're going to start by examining number ones in these 11s. It is the only number that is completely straight up and down, like a column or antenna. The number one acts as an unobstructed channel of energy, a direct conduit between the spiritual and physical world. 
one is the number of initiation, invention, and new beginnings and flows to us in the form of ideas and inspiration. Only once you know the sacred geometry of the number one does 1111 truly reveal its power. When the number one is double as it is in the number 11, the energy becomes exponentially powerful. In numerology, 11 is a master number, but the number of creation, expression, and manifestation. If you look at the shape of the number 11, it represents two pillars, a gateway, which opens a direct portal between inspiration, one energy, and manifestation, 11 energy. Double this again, 1111, and whoa, we're talking manifestation at light speed. Not only is November 11th a double 11 day, but 1111 adds up to four, okay, which is the number of the earth, matter, and physical manifestation. It is a timely reminder that you are co-creating with the universe and have the ability to manifest whatever your heart desires. So take a moment out, all right? We have a moment of silence in this 1111 meditation for you to get into that great project in your mind and put forth your invocation for the projection that you want to see tomorrow and forevermore. Peace, peace. Yeah. You know, we just want the family to be mindful of that gateway, that portal, the actual time that is coming in. It's tomorrow morning, I believe, uh, in the 9 a.m. hour. I'll get the exact time for you in a second. But, you know, before you go to sleep tonight, you write down your invocations, okay? You're invoking at least 10 things that you want to bring into your physical manifestation right now with force and command, you know? I invoke, you know, I easily invoke the profound success of the STEAMS conference, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that you want to see is your reality, you know what I mean? You have all of the power within you to create. That's what all of this information is about, is that you have one of the most magical vehicles on this side of the universe. That's what the majority of all this information is about. That's what all this inspiration Indeed. Let me double check. I, I thought he was uh, getting ready to say something. Oh, yes, the line dropped. Pardon me, family, the brother's line dropped. Let me go ahead and open up his line. You there? Hello, hey, you there? Can you hear me? All right. Yes, we can. Yes, indeed. All right. I mean, I guess that's the ancestors' way of saying long story short. These are the tools that you have, you know what I mean, afforded to you. You could be in doubt all you want. This is what the universe says, you know what I'm saying? So why not 
utilize it for what it is. And as quantum mind family, as unified mind, we're talking about they said more than more than more than two working together as a mastermind. So we're talking about a quantum field of mental energy that can move literally move mountains and create whatever we want to see in our reality. Or at least, you know, start the stirring in the water that later on becomes the hurricane or the tornado that ultimately sweeps this shit up. You know what I'm saying? And that's how Garvey comes back to the whirlwind. So we look forward to this monumental event as much as we look forward to, you know, that monumental tomorrow as well. Let's keep it all in perspective. But if we have any other of the, the guests on the line, we could open up the uh, phone line and get them in here. Yes, indeed. We are still awaiting for our brother, uh, Sarah Suicetti, to call in for the show tonight. But in the meantime, while we wait for our brother, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and um, veggie back off of what you were talking about. I'm going to share some words from our esteemed uh, master teacher, the most honorable Marcus Messiah Garvey family. What I'm going to do is give you a, a description of what themes is from the writings of our brother Marcus Messiah Garvey, um, you know, verbatim. So, the principal aim of Marcus Garvey's foundation, the Universal Negro Improvement Association, was black upliftment through education. In his travels to North, Central, and South America, Garvey witnessed the effects on his people who had accepted the racist meme that black people were lazy, ignorant, and shiftless. In his lectures, he had to remind his audiences about the great civilizations of Africa that had excelled in science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics, the acronym of STEAM. Seventy-three years after Garvey's death, the effects of those crippling racist ideas have not been eradicated. Many of our young people still believe that they are genetically incapable of excelling in science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. But Garvey knew better. Here are a few selected quotes from his writings. Africa was people with a race of cultured black men who were masters in art, science, and literature, men who were cultured and refined, men who, it was said, were like the gods. Even the great poets of old sang in beautiful sonnets of the delight it afforded the gods to be in companionship with the Ethiopians. This race of ours gave civilization, gave art, gave science, gave literature to the world, but it has been that way with races, but it has been the way with races and nations. The one race stands out prominently in one century or in one age, and in another century or age, it passes off that stage of action, and another race takes its place. The Negro once occupied a high position in the world, scientifically, artistically, and commercially. But in the balancing of the great scale of evolution, we lost our place, and someone other than ourselves occupies the throne. Hold on one second. <clears throat> 3,000 years ago, oh, okay. 
The power and sway we once held passed away, but now in the 20th century, we are about to see a return of it in the rebuilding of Africa. Yes, a new civilization, a new culture shall spring up from among our people, and the now shall once more flow through the land of science, of art, and of literature, wherein will live black men of the highest learning and the highest accomplishments. No Negro, let him be American, European, West Indian, or African, shall be truly respected until the race as a whole has emancipated itself through self-achievement and progress from universal prejudice. The Negro will have to build his own government, industry, art, science, literature, and culture before the world will stop to consider him. Until then, we are but wards of a superior race and civilization and the outcasts of a standard social system. The race needs workers at this time, not plagiarists, copyists, and mere imitators, but men and women who are able to create, to originate and improve, and thus make an independent racial contribution to the world and civilization. During the last century, a mighty revolution of mind has been made in the civilized world. It affects in gradually disclosing themselves and gradually improving the condition of the human race. The eyes of all nations are turned on these United States, for here that great movement was commenced. Africa, like a bereaved mother, holds out her hands to America and implores you to send her back her exiled children. Does not Africa merit much at the hands of other nations? Almost 4,000 years ago, she, from then rich storehouse of her genius and labor, sent them science, sent them the arts, in letters, laws, and civilizations, the hope of the black race lies in our new blood, the new Negro, the new Nada, the new Negus, who is already rising to the heights of nationhood. He is the man of the future. By science, art, history, politics, industry, and religion, he will rise above his environments in another hundred years shall have laid the pillars of the greatest civilization the world ever saw. Every student of political science, every student of economic knows that the race can only be saved through a solid industrial foundation, that the race can only be saved through political independence. Take away industry from a race, take away political freedom from a race, and you have a group of slaves. It is the commercial and financial power of the United States of America that makes her the greatest banker in the world. Hence, it is advisable for the Negro to get power of every kind, power in education, power in science, power in industry, power in politics, and power in higher government. That, my friends and family, is from the philosophies and opinions of Marcus Darby, um, and you can find that in all of your major book retailers and on Amazon um, as well and in your libraries. So let me just bomb my... I believe Nicholas Brooklyn has that in stock now as well, so you can go to their website. Yeah, Black and Nobel as well. Indeed. No doubt. So... um, with that statement that the brother made, with that profound, uh, you know, uh, declaration, the uh, most honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey shared with us, you know, it, it, it's it's very, you know what I'm saying, like, 
I don't feel like that went over anyone's head. You know, the brother made it very plain and his ability his his ability to articulate very complex ideas in a simple way, you know, is what definitely makes him one of the masters. And um, you know, I wanna know from our panelists tonight, I guess, you know, what is that statement, you know, that I just shared with the family how does that charge you, and what is that? What you know? How are you taking this 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 um uh, covenant? How do you that, uh, how do you yeah. How do you see that aligned yeah. with your own personal mission? No doubt. And we'll start with KT, and then go back up the up the calls. KT Inky, um. Um, Black Panther, then we'll go into wow. Divine as well. KT, are you with us? Oh, hold on. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Yeah, so right. no doubt. Listen, it's, it's, it's strength is in numbers, but it's not just numbers, you know, because it's quality over quantity as well. So it, it, it matters with the integrity of it all. So we all come, we all come to the table with with different ideologies, we all come to the table with different talents. We all come to the table with different gifts. But see, these gifts, when properly organized, create a system. This is how your bodies are formed. You know what I'm saying? Your your body is from is formed from systems. Your systems are formed from organs. Your organs are formed from tissues. Your tissues are formed from cells. You see what I'm saying? Then you go down to molecules and you go down to atoms. So. What we have to do, in, in so many words, is all of us have to come together and and end up playing a, a synergistic role between one another so that we can uh, be a compound unit. You know, as you, you were talking earlier about the quantum mind, quantum think tank, you know, we'll be able to take on that type of energy. Because when Marcus Garvey was uh, active in his movement, you know, what he was doing is he was calling all artisans, he was calling all engineers, he was calling people of all walks of life. And even though you might have five or six different things that you do, there's definitely something that you do well. And you fall in that category, and everybody plays their part, and their part comes together in unison, and then it becomes a, a global um, machine, you know, that that's well-oiled, and, and everybody ends up benefiting from it. Now, when I think of power, you know, power is always equated to health with me because it has to be the quality of the execution that matters. It has to be the quality of the thinking, the quality of the thought that matters, you see. And if your mind is not clear, if you don't have clarity of thought, then you're not going to be able to generate or manifest anything into existence because your mind has been usurped. It's already been taken out. It's already been compromised by distraction. You see what I'm saying? We talk about gentrification. Gentrification is a mental thing. You have all these billion-dollar companies that are fighting for, for acreage. You see, acreage of your mind. They're fighting for square inch of your mind to occupy your neuronal thoughts, to occupy your memory so that your thought process can generate their energy or their engine. You see what I'm saying? So you have to be able to have clarity of thought so your thoughts can be invested with inside yourself. Because as I deal with people that need assistance and they need help, you know, I make sure I let them know that it ain't about me healing you. 
it ain't about nobody healing you. It's about you healing yourself, and you can't heal yourself unless your mind is open, unless you understand that healing is not just possible, but healing will be done. You have to see it. It has to be visualized. You know, when you go in all of these boardrooms, when you go in, in, into all these corporate buildings and they are wheeling and dealing the billion-dollar deals, th- these are based on visualization exercises. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not just that it's just thrown around verbally. People have to see it. People have to smell it. People have to touch it, you know, because it's all engaging. So I equate health, I equate clarity of thought, you know, I, I equate synergy, you know, with it being power. And I know that um, us coming together in this theme conference, this is just a, a – we're just – formulating a cog in a wheel. You know, many cogs come together, gears come together in order to make something really flow, something magnificent, a dynamo to truly work. So we're coming together to at least build a cog, a a formidable cog that can fit in a bigger scheme of things, you know, that have become something universal. Indeed. No doubt. No doubt. Let me give you a bomb, man. Come on. Slowing the trigger. Minister Inky. All right. Give our brother Minister Inky a, a, a minute to get himself prepared. He might be taking some of his green juice. But in the meantime, <laughs> brother Black Panther is our brother Black Panther with us. Peace, peace. Yeah, I'm still here with y'all, family. Peace, King. Do you care to share good, with brother. the family? No doubt. Uh, man, that Garvey quote to me impacts me the way all Garvey quotes impact me and, and it's about progression and progress specifically you know Garvey was a big proponent of science and technology man uh, and I think that speaks volumes given the era that he lived in versus where we are now you know today's science and technology is everywhere versus back in his day you know it, it was a different type of science and technology so we have to get into the science and technology not only of today but of our ancestors. And we may not look at certain things as technology, but we have to put it in the realm of the time that it's in. For example, if I pick up a stick and I attach a rock to it and I throw it like a spear and I'm living in you know, the Stone Age, this is now technology. Man, we couldn't do this before. I can use this to hunt now. So when we talk about the science of our ancestors, the way that they healed, the way that they treated diseases, the way that they treated wounds, the medicinal uh, properties of a tree, of a plant, of a leaf, to treat snake bites, to treat uh, high fevers, to treat any diseases that came across, our ancestors had those, that knowledge, and we've become so dependent upon this uh, system of murderous uh, pills and everything else out there that's not treating the disease is only getting rid of the symptoms, but you haven't attacked the root of the problem. We have to get 
back to the way our ancestors did those things. So when I listen to Garvey talk about those type of stuff, that's what it instills in me, that we got to basically go back to basics. We got to hit the reset button. We need a spiritual revival, medical revival, revival, and just get back in the ways of our indigenous ancestors. And we can alleviate a lot of the problems that we're going through today just by acting in our culture. Your culture is the picket fence to block out white supremacy. When you just act in your culture, you just get rid of a lot of bull that white supremacy brings you. If we can get back into that scientifically, spiritually, that we would alleviate a lot of problems that are coming our way. And that's what I uh, draw from it when uh, our brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey drops knowledge like that. That's what I get from that. No doubt. Indeed. Indeed. And at the conference, are you going to share with the family uh, some of the information that I was privy to um, receive when you did your live stream with Brother um, Divine Prospect when you were talking about the African traditional systems, um, you know, the Ifa, the Yoruba systems, Palomayombe, and all the, the other technologies that we utilize um, in the African diaspora? Absolutely. I'm going to be going over what's called Ekbagi, which is uh, Yoruba for uh, Yoruba medicine. And it's the way that the people of the Ifa and the Yoruba communities, how they healed themselves in relation to the Orishas, in relation to how we diagnose diseases today. So I'm going to be breaking all that down at the conference. Excellent, brother. Excellent. I definitely look forward to that. All right. So, um, what we're going to do, I believe we have a guest in the building. One of our panelists showed up, all right, and I'm definitely honored to have this brother in the building as a part of the conversation because I know that uh, the level of science that this brother is going to bring to the conversation is going to increase the level of um, information and gifts and jewels that the family is going to receive because let's be clear, at the end of the day, um, you know, we all we all love this information. We love this consciousness. This is our new sports. You feel what I'm saying? So when we are, when we up there, you know, and as we can all witness when we get together, we enjoy each other's company, but we definitely disseminate in this information. You know what I mean? It's almost spiritual in its in, in itself. But um, the people who really benefit from the is going to be the audience, the brothers and sisters who show up hitting pads with a clear mind. You understand what I'm saying? And with mind ready to uh, activate oh. because keep in mind, family, this is not a reactionary movement. We don't wait for the police to strike one of us down, or we don't wait to get abused, and we don't wait for our abuse to reach the media, and then we spring into action and we pop up. No. That's not what we do. We're we're proactive. We're not reactionary. So you'll be able to you'll be able to use the art of discernment and gauge the differences between what the conscious community represents and what other people who may look and talk like us represent. We're not the reactionary bunch. We're the proactive bunch. So 
we're setting stages, we're setting the bar, we're putting forth information, you know, without anyone telling us what to do or without, you know, some uh, without um, <laughs> Europeans doing something and then we're trying to match with it. No, we're creating our own venues. We're going to create our own conversations. We're going to create our own solutions. We're going to build up and create our own networks that are going to support those conversations and those initiatives and those projects, and we're going to move forward, okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's what that is. But um, let me let me uh, do a check. Brother, uh, from the 267 number, Brother Ali, if you are on the line, press 1, and I will definitely go ahead and open up your line and bring you in so we could also have you on the platform as well, introduce you to the family and things of that nature. And um, like I said earlier, a few seconds ago, I believe that this brother as well, because of what I've observed and the work that he's done, uh, over the over six to seven years, being um, you know a vendor in his in in his meetings on every Monday, just to see the way that the brother has structured nation building, just the way that the seat of the brother has structured government and things of that nature, you know. And we're coming into the into Detroit, like your brother said, one of the blackest cities in America, who need the kind of structure and the kind of formula that this brother has demonstrated to build up his nation. So without any further ado, I want to open up the line for our caller from the 267-258, our brother Ali Muhammad. Peace and love and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, black God. How are you tonight? All is well, brother. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, family. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for the opportunity to be on, God. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So what we were doing with the family, you were joined by panelists. Uh, majority of the family has showed up, the panelists, for the STEAM conference. We have our brother, Minister Inky, in the building, KT, the arts degree, Divine Prospect, Black Panther, Divine, um, our brother Keith, who's putting the whole thing together, and uh, Red and Blue, of course, and brother Ali. So what we were asking our brothers to do in the beginning was to open up and share with the family some of the works that they do and what is it that they're bringing to the conference in regards to the uh, the acronym STEAM, Science, Technology, Economics, or Engineering, Art, Mathematics, and Strategy. Okay. Um, well, my, my, my background as far as, um, I guess, education would be is that I have degrees in in biology and psychology from that world, the other world, and I worked in those fields, um, you know, as a young man. And then, of course, my my grassroots uh, introduction or initiation came through the FOI in the Nation of Islam. And, of course, uh, I had an opportunity to study some with the Empress, uh, with the Washita, Tierra Verdiasi. So it gave me, she gave me, and uh, Brother Medean, who introduced me to her, gave me some of the ideological indigenous rights concepts that we've developed inside of our society, which is called ARNA, the Aboriginal Republic of North America. So our small task is, is generally just to educate people on what indigenous rights is and how does it play in the modern time in the business sector and 
the the idea, the concept um, of forming our wills upon building our family structures on, you know, all of these indigenous practices that we know that can bring us uh, bring us the output of the formulas, the other side of the formulas, can bring us success. So that's what I do in the community. Of course, we've been, you know, around each other for years, um, you know, from from Philly to New York to D.C., up and down the East Coast. And, uh, yeah, that's what we do. And I just want to bring um, that type of information to the conference. But I wanted to give a focus on a particular person, um, and I'll mention his last name. His name is Bernay, and it deals with the science of propaganda. What I mean by that is that the psychoanalysis of propaganda is a big part of how we lose or win our people into the concept of moving in a certain direction, unified with at least the unified concepts. So I'm going to do a small exegesis within the time that Brother Keith allotted me to talk about um, the web of psychoanalysis techniques that are presently being used um, even within our own community, possibly just from the analysis and how we can be first become aware of those things and then how we can uh, structure ourselves and our own personal wills to the tasks that we have so they're started and completed. And so um, I'm, I'm on board with everything that everybody is doing. I appreciate all the brothers who spoke before me. Uh, Minister Inky, um, KT, uh, Black Panther. Some of y'all I don't know uh, personally. I never met, but you know I know from the names and of course the pills and um, and anybody else that's on. I didn't mention and also thanking Brother Keith um, and Red for you know making a connection to to get me on uh, to the to the thing. So I'm excited. I haven't been in Detroit in a little while, so it would be great to be there to be there with the family, Seti, and everybody else who's there. Indeed. Indeed, brother. No yes, doubt. Yes, now, All right. in, in regards to the relationship to the information that Garvey brought forth in terms of nation building and your own understanding on both ends of what Noble, Noble Drew Ali spoke about, what Elijah implemented, you know, mm-hmm. where do you see what it is that you're doing with R and now fulfilling the uh, you know the aspect of all three of those schools, of which you know for the most part we can say that you have a connection or relationship to all three of those spheres right. of influence. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that you know from from studying all three and then taking from all three, um, yeah, we we're, what we're doing is we're comp- composing a, a outward strategy. And then the, the second and most important thing is we're communicating with the, each other on the inside to constantly keep our trust and confidence with each other on the reason why we came together in the first place. And so um, although I'm not in, a, in, in the capacity that I was in, I'm no longer the head of the institution because I passed that, that mic to somebody else, um, I'm in an advisory position now, which is, you know, even better because now I can I get a I have a different look. I don't have the responsibilities necessarily that I used to have, but I have an advisory. So it's like okay, you know I can look at the life 
of a Elijah or a Garvey in a different way now as opposed to the leadership capacity because we got to remember they all groom younger people to uh, be in their in their positions and, 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 and raise families to still be here. So one of the things that the minister showed was, Mr. Farrakhan, that is, at the last march that he brought up a lot of the children of of uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad that are still a part of it. You see what I'm saying? So my role is just to take the best of what they have, have, have given us, and they gave us a lot. They gave us a lot in respect to... Um, in respect to inspiring people and what that means on a personal level. You know, you can't, you can't get six million people to follow you if you don't understand techniques and not just techniques in the sense of manipulation, but techniques in the sense of straight from the heart. You see what I'm saying? Because that's what people feel. And so, um, so that's, that's what I see. I, I, I look, I look for how they inspired people. What, what, what did they use? What did they, you know, what part of their own capacity? And then I look at my own self, my own life, personal purpose, and become more self-aware of what that purpose is. All the experiences I went through, the challenges I went through, the bullshit I went through, the great things I went through, and what am I supposed to do with that when someone comes to me and says, "Oh, you Ali Muhammad, you the one who founded this." Yo, I got da-da-da-da, and my thing is like, okay, well, I could share this with you, but now you on your own journey. Listen, here's the ammo. I'm going to lock arms with you, but, you know, you got to shoot if it's time for you to shoot. Don't look for me to shoot and jump on my back. You know what I mean? So that's the role that I'm in now, and I saw them in that capacity. You know what I mean? I could see them in that capacity, and we are li- literally the living energy of the, the spirits of those ancestors get, that cannot die. At this time, so if we recognize our responsibility and the need for unity, you know what I mean, we will um, we will see who they are and literally understand like we are literally that whirlwind right now. It's not some mystical thing like we are that, and we can tear some shit up, or we can organize a force or continue to organize a force that uh, that has a destiny. You know what I mean? It has an agenda and, and it's a destiny. And so um, so we have a covenant that we have to fulfill in this moment in time that we have, and we have a torch to pass. And so this is a great opportunity to do it in the unique way that Brother Keith and everybody call it together. So, like I said, I'm great. I'm glad to be here, God. Sir. Now, if, if you could share one of the most profound things that you've learned from embarking on this particular mission, nation bill what would it be the most profound thing that I've learned is that we're all subject to error but we're all also subject to godhood and so if a brother or a sister slips and falls the messenger taught us like this uh, make a weak Muslim strong if you see them, you know, off path or whatever. And so, you know, in our community, because this is our community, you know, some of us have made errors, some of us slip up, some of us... Well, we're supposed to. That's why I'm still listening. Somebody. I'm here. I'm here. Something happened. We good? Got the phone. Right there. All right, please yeah, continue. We, nah. Yeah, we yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, all right. So yeah, the, the greatest thing I've learned that we we're all subject to error, but we are also divine beings. So we have to have that balance and respect to understand who we are by nature. And so um, that's the part that will keep us unified as a husband and a wife, as a brother to a brother, as a sister to a sister. Because uh, I've been in the in the position of being glorified for doing something great, and I've also been in the position of being uh, ostracized for doing something out of order. You know what I mean? So I understand the role of both. And so um, learning that lesson, you know, in, in, in the capacity that I am now, you know, it puts you in this powerful but humble state so that you can you can um you can deliver um that message to others when you see them if they're being glorified or if they're down. You know what I mean? Because we gotta keep each other up and we also have to give honor to the gifts that is coming through come coming through a particular individual at, at a particular time. So I can say that's the greatest lesson that I've learned and uh I just want to, anybody who's going through any one of those, I want to remind them of, yeah, that's that's a, that's the greatest part of this thing is that um, it, it both calls for us to unify around something very special, a special moment in time that requires maybe two different responses, but it's a great moment in time, you know what I mean, to, 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 to ascend. Absolutely. Okay. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, sir. I think that the time that we're approaching, um, you know, it only it's only right that we go to our callers. You know what I'm saying? Because we do have a lot of callers in the building. Oh, absolutely. And um, yeah, the I believe all of the panelists came forward and um, gave some excellent dissertations about what the family has, is going to come to a. Uh, uh, expect in this in um November twenty twentieth and twenty first. Yes. I want to share hey, what fam. I'm gonna present real hey, divine. Yes, please do. I'm sorry, say that again. Divine prospect, I don't think he went yet. Yeah, Divine actually opened up. Devon, are you with us right now, brother? Yes, sir. Devon did open. Devon open? Yeah. I believe so. Brother, minute. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm open. Can you hear me? Yes, indeed. Yes, yes indeed. Peace, this peace, is what yeah. I do. This is what I do before we go to the callers. If any one of our panelists, because you've been patiently waiting and you've been listening to the other panelists come forward and you've been listening to information uh, get disseminated. So before I go to the callers, I would ask if there are any panelists that want to present any kind of information under a five-minute limit, of course, you know, to add on before we go to our callers, you know what I'm saying, and, and take questions from our audience. And I will also say to the family who is who are listening, we have 10 minutes left for the live stream. You could kindly, if you want to continue the conversation off of off the live stream and on your phone, the number is 347-637-2135. That is 
637-2135. The show tonight was sponsored by Kings County Clothiers. That is kingscounty.bigcartel.com, K-I-N-G-Z-K-O-U-N-T-Y.bigcartel.com, and also mypowerpieces.com as well. So um, check them out, family. Thank you for your support in advance. And I, like I said, our born day is on Saturday. So, yeah, we will be taking gifts. You can send any payments to at Yahoo. That's with the S, K-I-N-G-S-K-O-U-N-T-Y. At Yahoo, we'll drop it in the chat room. Um, so, like I said, if there's anybody, KT, Divine, Black Panther, um, Inky, Brother Ali, if you want to share anything before we go to the callers, let me know right now, and I'll open, you know, we'll, we'll fall back and let you do your thing. Okay. Let's get to the callers. Uh, all right. Excellent. Let's get to the callers. Um, Brother Inky, I'm going to open up your line. Let me see if, you, if you're there. 702. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, yeah. yeah, if if Ali is listening, if you're on the line, while I got the family's attention, I just wanted to extend the olive branch because I know people have been seeing us feuding over the past couple of years, and it's important that we understand that our enemies are not amongst our ranks, and we do have bigger problems to deal with. So as I was listening to the to the information dropping, there are some of us that are dealing with real serious organizations. Like I got some military brothers that's on my top right now, um, and they 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 working full time to stop what it is that we're doing. So we don't really have time to be engaging in full time beefs with one another. And I think that we got to go into the next to the new year, you know, on on the right footing. So you know, just in the spirit of brotherhood. I definitely wanted to extend that to the family. Why the family is listening? I think a lot of times when we do have beefs that go beyond differences of ideology, we try to squash those behind the scenes, and I don't think that that really does um, the people justice. So I'm just extending that olive branch. I'm not going to go in and take up time for the people because I know some people want to get themselves heard and recorded and all that. So we can go to the call of the rest of the family, but I wanted to put that out there. Hell yeah, Indeed, brother. Salute for that. All right. Yes, so we're sir. gonna go to our first caller, and that's the nine oh three area code. Caller from the nine zero three four seven five. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Caller from the nine zero three four seven five. All right. All right, just just a oh, just a heads up to all of the family that's in the building. If you want to ask any questions to any of our panelists tonight, call in to the number and press one three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five. By pressing one, you're, we'll be able to see you in the call queue and we'll open up your line. All right. Our next call is seven zero eight five three nine. Call it from the seven zero eight five three nine. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Call it from the seven oh eight. Peace the call, are you there? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, let's go to our uh, next caller. Caller from the two five three. Caller from the two five three five nine two. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace, peace, peace. 
Hey, this is your brother, Knowledge Born Alive from Luke Knowledge Radio. Peace, family. Peace, God. Hey, if there was a such thing as a, a, a superhero, all-star, dream team, conscious dream team, destroying the whole planet and remaking it new, that's everybody that's assembled on this call right now. You know what I mean? So going into this, into this conference and, and the work that y'all about to put in, man, it's, it's historical and it's also, it's also uh, reformative. What what I heard was reconciliation, you know what I mean, which is the, the, the highest form of love that can be shown, even if you were slighted. You know, it, to overlook that and reconcile and move forward united for one common cause, this, this is – this is uh, exemplary, and, and I wouldn't expect it from nobody else than the warriors that's assembled, man. So, so shout out, love and respect, and honor to to all of the panelists that's assembled. Y'all, y'all, all our superheroes. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and for the true listeners, and for the true supporters, and the true uh, followers who've been sojourned with everybody uh, over the years, man. This this is a testimony to to what it is, and and this is truly a testimony. Marcus Garvey, you know, he said, I left many cubs in the bush. So the, all of the cubs in the bush, that's going to impart their knowledge of wisdom and understanding on us so we can continue on the work after y'all. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely mm-hmm. love and respect. And uh, I know all of y'all are going to be tuned in. Shout out to Blue Pill. Uh, I'm inviting everybody for one last promotion uh on Be The Knowledge Radio the day before everybody probably fly out or drive out uh, to Detroit. Uh, shout out to, uh, to, to the brother Keith Horton also uh, on Be The Knowledge Radio Thursday, the, the Thursday before, which is the 19th, you know what I mean? So if any of y'all can make it, call in. Uh, we want to help y'all promote and continue to mass promote on, on a larger scale. So to the listening audience, uh, make sure y'all support everything. Shout out to Minister mm-hmm. Ethan. He's going to be on the show on Friday. Uh, shout out to the brother Sarah Sue said he's going to be on the show on Saturday. So uh, much love and honor and respect to, to all my family. And I say peace. Wonderful, wonderful. Peace, bro. Salute to you and give thanks for everything that you're doing. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, shout yeah. out to your platform. Shout out to your show. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to your commitment to representing um, for the family, you know what I'm saying, for being there and, and holding it down. You dig what I'm saying? You know, and you one of the superheroes as well. Wonderful. <laughs> wow, is so, the programming. Very necessary. Yes, indeed. 90 seconds uh, is left in the last train. 347 Three four seven six seven two one three five. One more time, um, knowledge. Let them know what the radio station is, the talk show, and what ways they can catch it. I was due to knowledge. Yes, due to knowledge radio at Blog Talk family. Mm-hmm. Due to knowledge radio at Blog Talk. I don't know if it's line cut. You there with us, um, knowledge? I don't know. It oh, sounds like he said. Um, he sound. It sounds. Sound like he said. Everybody log on to Minister Inky's Instagram at Minister Inky. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that? At Minister Inky. 
we have brothers and sisters in this community who are powerful giants when it comes to certain categories. Some of us wear multiple hats. We are multifaceted. And you have some people who are uh, uh, powerful in certain subjects, but then there's other subjects where there are other brothers and sisters who are very, that are more powerful. More proficient, right. More proficient. So when we form Voltron, then we will com- we will ultimately find out that we have become more powerful than we were as individuals. And that beast that's in front of us, I don't really have to say who that is. And I don't have to say who it is or what it is. We know what it is. You feel what I'm saying? It's white supremacy. It's that hydra with all its tentacles and all of these other things. So what you're seeing taking place is the forming of the proverbial of Voltron. This is a great. This is, and you know, a, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play Drake and Future on you niggas tonight. Like what a time! <laughs> and it's the yeah. lion. And it's the lion symbolism. It's the lion symbolism as well. You see what I'm saying? There's a reason why Voltron is composed of the lions of the different colors, like I was talking about earlier. The most dynamic part about that is the fact that the reason why we come in together on the Steam Conference is because we are venerating Marcus Garvey, who is a Leo. Do you understand? So we're coming together underneath the Leo, underneath the lion, August 18th, Marcus Garvey, to form that Voltron. Indeed. Mm. <laughs> Boy. Here comes Black the Panther, brother. Born, <laughs> Born identity. You know, you know, you know, Voltron means throne. Oh, man. Mm. Sitting in the seat. Sitting in the seat. Remember when the head used to come out, it was like a nigga sitting in his throne. That's right. You know? Wow. Yeah. It's on the, the connection, on the man. Nah, 20th and 21st. November 20th and 21st. Mm. Well, what happened on the 18th? You had missing that. That's Marcus Garvey's born day. Oh, so yeah, August time. 18th. Yeah, August 18th. August That's 18th. his birthday. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eight eighteen. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. He's a Leo. He's a lion. You know, that's the ambassador. Mm-hmm. Ambassador energy. You know what I'm saying? The ego. They remember you were just talking about the ego. They have to come yes. together in order to. Yeah, that's what the energy of Leo is. It's the ego. You understand? Yeah. It's also the heart. Yep. What Jinky was talking about earlier. So Indeed. you know, understand like yes, it's it's what it's what's happening. <laughs> we we in the now moment, brother. But thank you, Paula, for your wonderful um, input. Indeed. Salute. All right, brother. All right, we're going to the caller from the one one one. I believe that may be a Skype. All right, caller from the um. Hold on a minute. Call it from the one one one. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Greetings, this is Naja. How you guys doing tonight? Greetings, Greetings. Greetings. all as well. Peace. Yes, um, I didn't catch all of the show, and um, I was wondering. There's a conference, I think, November twentieth and twenty first. Is that supposed to be yes. the one in Detroit, or do I? In, yes, can indeed. You kind of read, this is in right? Detroit. Oh, okay. All right, because I myself is gonna—I'm supposed to be performing actually. 
I wanted to say, I know that you um that the twins have mentioned that um you're gonna be putting together some movies and things of that nature and, and different projects and I think the whole family is supposed to be putting together different events. And I just wanted to put it out there that I'm interested in um offering up services and also doing collaboration work and I do sing and write, I have my own studio. So I'm I'm down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you will be in Detroit, correct? No, no, no. I I'm going to be in actually in Ohio, and um, there's a show here I'm supposed to be a part of. Um, so I'm going to be here. Okay. I'm going to make it to Detroit. So oh. I don't know. I know. I think you guys have mentioned the. Uh, you all have mentioned. Uh, I think Kings County dot. Oh wait. Kings County at Yahoo. Kings County at Yahoo is uh that is our PayPal. That's where we accept payments at. Kings County K I S A O U N T uh Y at Yahoo. But K T L Empowerment, that is the that is the email that we are giving out to all of the family that want to network. Mm-hmm. As in, come together so we can begin to commence projects in the beginning of two, 2016. Uh, it's tentative, but me and Blue plan on launching our crowdfunding campaign, which is going to be very detailed oriented. It's going to break down uh, all of the projects. We can't go too much into detail because people have been copying a lot of the intellectual mm-hmm. property that's getting put out there. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give a, a brief description of the projects that are on the horizon involving KT the Arch Degree, Mama Pill, Red and Blue, and our affiliates. And um, we are creating an app. We're creating a technology that's going to solve one of the major problems that we have in this community right now, and that is how do we all come together to work together, you know? It's mm-hmm. unfortunately Facebook is not conducive enough. The social media network, the social media platforms that have been invented, do not fulfill the purpose that we need to be fulfilled to move forward. So we could begin to say, "Yo, when are we going to really get this project off the ground? Um, how are we going to go? How are we going to go about it to get the funding? Amongst what network? Are we just going to create a crowdfunding and just throw it out there?" do a ritual with the full moon and cross our, our fingers and hope that people are feeling us, you know, mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. that that's not good enough. You know, not in twenty sixteen, not when this movement is doing like brother uh Minister Inky brought forward, Ali Muhammad and, and, and other brothers who are seeing what's being done, you know, not when people are taking trips from Canada to come to hundred and twenty fifth street just to meet people. You know, mm-hmm. there there's a level of um, uh, 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 of, of networking and there's a level of nation building that's already taking place. So the brothers and sisters who say that they want a nation, we want to share with them the um, the possibilities of nation building while they're still alive in the now, utilizing technology and utilizing the, the multiple tools that have been laid out that are being created as we speak that um, they, 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 they uh, assist 
in the art of nation building because to, to nation build, you have to organize and you have to build your network and you have to delegate roles to brothers and sisters who have the skill set. In the, in the, I want to get off topic, but the emails that I receive, the professionals that are reaching out to me, is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was not aware that we were reaching people of such, you know, of, uh, 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 um, you know, I didn't. I, I just wasn't aware that we were reaching people in in different sectors, mm-hmm. but we are, mm-hmm. and yeah, you, are. you know, yes, we are, and it's a wonderful, beautiful thing. Um, we're, we're we're related, but because we're in this new era of applying the information, we took ten years to accumulate. You know, to accumulate the information. That was mm-hmm. the era of knowledge. Now we're moving into this era of wisdom, where you find out what works and what doesn't work. And we're not afraid, we're not attached, and we're not um, we're not zealots when it comes to the things that we grew up listening to and learning. We could drop that right now if it doesn't serve us. We're not, we're not attached to it anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With no disrespect oh, yeah. to anyone. But, we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not held down by that anymore. We, we just want right. to win. And we want solutions, and we want to be able to tell our children it's going to be all right. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, and when on our terms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we want to say thank you. We look forward to your correspondent. We definitely look forward mm-hmm. to working with you in the very near future. And um, yes, indeed. I would definitely thanks. be reaching out. KTL Empowerment at Yahoo, right? No, at that's Gmail. At Gmail. Oh, I'm sorry, at Gmail. What's and. Let me just say this, you know, I'm interested, I mean, as far as being a part of the think tank or whatever, because I've always, like, have um, offered up my services to a lot of people and, uh, you know, and kind of taking people under my wing as well. And now I just, I, I've seen you brothers through the years, and uh, I have questions, too, you know, I like to ask, because I, I do ponder on some thoughts, and you brothers, I, I know, are like, um, you guys come from a perspective that, um, you know, you know so much because you've studied through many of the the greats. Um, but at any rate, you know, I would just like to offer up my services, you know, for the real, you know, group of folks that are really about something, you know, because sometimes you can always, like, look behind you and try to take those, you know, with you. You know, or just yes. you know, try to uplift. You know, but sometimes you you need to be nourished and you need to be pulled by those that are stronger than you. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, indeed, indeed. And we're letting it be known that we need, like we need assistance. You know, we need our family to come forward and to work with us. This this is a monumental task. You know, sometimes it could become overwhelming. You know, uh, the 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 uh, just the level of um, responsibility, responsibility that's on one show. Hmm. Responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With, with limited resources, <laughs> you know, yeah. trying to save the world on a budget is something else. So. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it, I mean, it makes you a be- it makes you a greater person. It, it, it makes you a stronger person. It's actually something that when you study throughout the time, when you study through history, it is something that has happened because Marcus Garvey came to America with holes in his shoes. Mm-hmm. 
He wore he wore the soul out. So you know, this is not new. This is something that has followed our teachers and our scholars and our freedom fighters throughout the ages. But um, there also was a time, there's also a victory story with mo- most of our freedom fighters and our griots and our scholars and things like they didn't They didn't always go through those trying times. But there's trials and tribulations to leadership and nation building, and we're willing and and, and um, we welcome that. You, you dig what I'm saying? Like we're willing to go through the um, the trials and tribulations because, but believe me, and anyone on this line, if they've been in this for more than ten years, they can attest, and they'll tell you how it's not it's nothing personal. We have a spiritual ancestral force that governs what is known as this consciousness or the conscious community or this network, and they move the pieces. They 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 mm-hmm. decide, you know. I'm going to give you the minimum just to make sure if, if whatever you need to get by to tomorrow, we're going to give you that. We ain't going to give you nothing else because you're still being tested, yeah. brother. If we gave you everything right now, what would you do? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So give thanks. Please email us, and we will get back in uh-huh. touch with you ASAP. Indeed. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Enjoy your night. All right. Peace. You too. All right. Call it from the 951. Call it from the 951. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace. Hotel family. This is your brother, Tahuti, Dwayne Taylor, Hotel, Valley Scholar. Um, I was calling because, um, yeah, I want to say a, a big up to brother Ben, Black Panther. Um, also, all you brothers out there, man, I want to commend you for the work that you're doing in the community and, you know, just trying to reach out and, uh, touch our people, man, because this is what's needed in the, this day and era. But now, um, I was thinking, um, we have a school out here. It's called the uh, RBG Sankofa Unity Center, okay? Yeah. And uh, one of our objectives is to uh, bring in the children for after-school tutoring, okay? And also yes, um, get them to learn the history you know, from uh, from a, a, a perspective other than what the school's system has been teaching them. Working out pretty good. We've got about 10 kids out there, and, uh, you know, they're, we're showing them different maps and stuff and how to color code the maps and showing them the medium RBG and, you know, telling them the story of Marcus Garvey and H.F. Brown and Stokey Carmichael and, you know, our, you know our elders. My question to you is, um, what platform do you have for the children? Or are you in the process of creating a platform where this nation building can actually go into um, centers like one that we have and um, begin to uh, teach the children on a more professional level? And then as that begins to build, is there anybody out there that you guys have that are actually challenging the school curriculums to bring forward the truth about our black African history. And this is to everybody in the panel. Can I share before the um, panelists come on? Before the panelists um, answer the brother's question, can I just share with him with um, some of the um, topics that I'll I'll cover in Detroit will be? Um, Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to deal with technology from a modern day perspective. Um, so what I'll really be dedicating this lecture to is to the children, actually, because to the family, I'm, I'm going to share with them the fact that the children of today are more digitally hardwired to receive the influx of information or the influx of um, uh, new era technology that is being released, such as virtual technology, augmented technology, right. and things of that nature. So I'm going to just run through some of the things that will be discussed, and I'll get to that uh, question of yours real quick. So we're going to touch on African technopreneurs. Those are Africans, actual Africans that are alive right now. They have Twitter handles and Instagram handles and emails, and they are technopreneurs, meaning that these Africans who are in Africa have utilized the power of technology, whether it's through media or communications, telecommunications, to become um, multimillionaires and billionaires in their endeavors. Not to say that money makes the world, you know, it's not about the money, but you can measure a person's success by their uh, the worth of their companies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're going to touch on um, the um, comedic connections and the influence on technology, uh, the um, African natural resources that exist in electronics, the African binary systems and divination systems. We're going to talk about augmented reality. We're going to talk about disruptors, both past, present, and future, um, real quick, email is a disruptor to the post office. Netflix was a disruptor to um, blockbuster videos and things like that. Um, you know, um, Uber is a disruptor to the taxi business. But now Valley Civilization and black consciousness is disruptors to the Roman, Greco-Roman white supremacy system. We are disrupting. We are disrupting them right now. Okay, right. they, we're waking mm-hmm. people up while they're putting them to sleep. They, that's a right. problem to them. That's you know, a problem. that's a big problem. That's um, a problem to we're going to talk supremacy. about. Indeed, we're going to talk about augmented reality. Augmented reality is a new is a new um, technology that they created where holograms are going to be readily available to just jump out of the floor or pop out of a device. You know. Um, People hear that and they get scared and whatnot. But what about Marcus Garvey popping out of the the, the the wall? What about Dr. Ben, a hologram of him teaching a class? Or what about Imhotep teaching a class? Or what about a hologram of uh, of, of of the Temple of Donna? You know what I'm saying? Like all of Dendora. Right. You know, what about that? You know, we can't That's necessarily, everything. like, Ajra came on earlier, and he spoke about utilizing technology, the technology as a two-way it, it, it has a two-way sword. It could be used for negative or positive. It's not technology that's negative. It's the person using it. Right. So we're going to talk about the maker revolution. The maker revolution is a movement that's taking place right now where you're able to make things out of these 
there's something called Raspberry Pi, and that is the smallest computer ever made. So now you have things like wearable technology where clothes are lighting up. You know what I mean? You have hats with LED right. displays and the make a revolution. Uh, it's just a do-it-yourself movement. So I could take a gang member or I could take a young G who's thinking about joining a gang and create an after-school after center where we could tap into grant money or we could crowdfund and we'll have 3D printing machines and they become part of a maker revolution where you could take um, an onk, you could scan a physical onk and then 3D print it or you could take a, a picture of an onk off of the computer, off of Google Images 3D render it and then scan it and then print it out in plastic or whatever right. resin, you know, their, their material, all kind of material. You could print metal now. They are printing firearms with 3D printers just to let the they're, – they're printing houses. They have a large-scale 3D printing thing in China, and they're printing out houses for the homeless. Mm. So we're going to talk to them about algorithms we're going to talk about the coding languages, HTML, CSS, Ruby for Rails. This is something that may be very complex for our minds to fathom, but like I said, our children, they're the reasons behind them being born hardwired. Why is your child picking up your iPhone and, and going right to the app? The child is playing apps that you can't play. They're, they're right. beating you in Temple Run. They're pulling up screens that you didn't even know existed on your tablet, your laptop, your phone, your smartphone. They're hardwired for this technological revolution. So they're going to be the ones that are going to be creating million-dollar, billion-dollar apps. When we, you know, And we're going to steer them in that direction. We're going to talk to them about what algorithms are. Algorithms are automated solutions or automated programs that bring forth solutions while you sleep. Like there's nobody when you go to Google and say what uh, uh, who what is No Less Radio? There's nobody that's answering that question manually. It's automated. That's an algorithm. Okay, so we have to begin to create algorithms and solution automa automated solutions to a lot of the problems that we have. So we don't even have to worry about certain things. We could focus on other things while these things take effect. All right. Mm -hmm. Um. We're going to talk about the Internet of all things, aerial drones, startups, entrepreneurship, incubators, accelerators, the dark web, mobile networks, um, network marketing, Internet internet marketing, crowdfunding, cryptocurrency, share economy, peer-to-peer -peer economics, cooperative economics, software as a service, app development. That's just a few things. I mean, that's not just a few things, but that's what's going to be discussed. We're going to put it all together solution-based as a package for the family to empower themselves. We're not talking about what white people are doing. We're not talking about what other people are doing because all of this technology, like I said, is based in African science, it's all ours. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to take it back, and we're going to use it to empower us. And the children are going to love this information because it's speaking their language. They are in the future right now. That's right. So um, okay. that's for the babies, you know. And I and I open up the floor to the other panelists to share with you some of the solutions that they have for the children. Okay. Anybody's ready? Uh, your lines are open. Hey, peace, uh, brother Dwayne Taylor. You know this your boy Black Panther, man. Hey Ben, how you doing? I'm good, brother. Uh, 
some of the solutions, uh, a lot of people don't know this about myself, but uh, in addition to being a part of the Amara Squad, Matrix, and Team Osiris, uh, I'm also the uh, spokesman for Outlaw RBG here in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, we support a local school called the Coben Institute, ran by Elder Molly Mubaruti. If anybody's not familiar with this elder, please do the same. Google and anything else, and you will find a plethora of self-published books that this elder has put out to the uh, to the people. From everything, from relationships to sovereigns and remembrance to warrior codes to everything you can think of. So he's our elder here in Atlanta, Georgia, that we support, and he runs the Acoban Institute the school that we locally support in Atlanta, Georgia. We have another school that we support in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Yuhuru Susu, uh, I'm not sorry, the, the Yuhuru Sasa Academy. That's another school that we support, and we also have another Yuhuru Academy in Fort Worth, Texas. Our motto at RBG is liberation through education. So I heard you say earlier, you know, challenging the uh, the norm, the public schools and the private schools to get our message into their curriculum. But me, I take the idea of let's stop trying to fit in with our oppressor's model. Let's make our own schools. So that's what we're about at RBG. We make our own stuff because we ain't got time to be waiting for them to say yay or nay. Can you put, you know, our history in your books? You know, can you fit a small corner in for somebody other than Malcolm X and Martin Luther King? No, we're going to teach them our way. You know, we're going to develop our own institutions, have qualified elders to run those schools. We're going to get that male and female energy in there to balance it out. And we're going to raise real African people in true African environment, learning African principles as opposed to learning the alternative. So that's what we do. And, you know, I heard you say about y'all school out there, I would say support that RBG Sankofa school to the fullest, to the fullest, and develop a type of supplement to be used as a model to open up other schools. I also represent a group called Raising Awareness Group, and they have a supplement that can be used for homeschooling. Mm-hmm. So I'm very involved in this education process because we have to stop. I mean, Malcolm X said it a long time ago, only a fool would send your kids to the enemy uh, to be taught. Or uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something to that effect. And I right. realize, you know, there are people that are listening that say, well, I don't have a, a african center school in my area, and I want to put my son in one, but I just don't have that option. And I understand and I'm not saying, you know, it's one way for everybody, but you should be actively looking for those opportunities. And if those opportunities are not available in your area, if at all possible, move. Mm-hmm. Because if, they, because if or, there's no schools or participate for your son. in creating one. Yeah, yeah, or either get, or either get involved in creating one. But if there's well, no that's one of the ideals I have. That's one of the Hey, run with it, brother. Run with it, and you know any, because we any, have uh, charter schools out here, okay, out in California. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure all over the world, you know, but especially in California, we have charter schools, and where you go to school, the kids go to school three days a week, and then everything else is homeschool, and that's how my kids ended up in college. We homeschooled them, and um, oh. one of the things I learned from that was if we can 
buy the charter schools or even build them because we have contractors licenses as well and build the schools and then we can set our own curriculums and like you said we can bring in our own scholars and our own teachers and then right. we can teach our own curriculum absolutely. as long as it's, it can elevate them to the next level you know what I mean absolutely because and any, any like assistance you said when you you're dealing with that, science man, and technology with, uh, yeah any assistance you need with that man I'll put you in contact with the uh with the people that uh, we used, you know, for the uh, building of the schools that we support, man. You know, you want a phone call away to get to me, man, because I know uh, that's your thing. So uh, any assistance you need. But uh, the Panther is tired, family. I got to put the kids to bed. Uh, They got to go to school. Mm -hmm. I got to get back to Wakanda. Uh, (laughs) You know, it was great (laughs) building with you, brothers. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm going to have to sign off. But, uh, you know, Taylor, you can call okay. me, and anybody else that yeah, I got your number. You know, hit me up on Facebook at Benjamin Njai. That's B E N J A M I N. Last name spelled N J I E. Or you can hit me up on Instagram. That's at Cinquet C I N Q U E T. I'm out, family. Peace and Black Power. Peace, peace and Black Power, brother. Black See power, you in Detroit. Hey. Yep. Team Osiris up. Peace, sir. Yes, anybody else on the panel have any input for the brother? Yeah, like I was saying earlier, um, you know, here in California, uh, matter of fact, at the um, Sankofa um, School, RBG, we just brought um, Sarah Sutinsetti out, um, and he went out to the uh, African village in Los Angeles over at Lamarck Park. And, uh, you know, it was a real good time. And, you know, we're just trying to keep that, keep that, um, that spiritual growth growing. You know, we've got other different places out here where, you know, venues where we're trying to get, um, black conscious movement on the move out here, you know, because, um, the brothers are waking up, you know, the bloods and the crypts, that's a deep set out here. And, um, you know, some places you can go is still cool, and some places it's not too cool. And what we're trying right. to do is, you know, we're really out here trying to wake people up. You know, because it seems as though the gang mentality has spread all over the world from Los Angeles. And now yes. the brothers is trying to unite. You know, we got gang members and lowriders that are actually out there trying to teach the kids now. You know, they're trying to put yeah, the guns yeah. aside and unite. Yeah. You know what I mean? So nah, we love I would that, see how we can incorporate call, what we're doing mm-hmm. with you guys. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And I would call that um, that's, that's a 360 because what you see or what you're witnessing is the um, the cycle returning because when we study the Bloods and the Crips, they originally started out in that same spirit, dealing with mm-hmm. the youth, building with the community, and correcting some of the wrongs that were um, afflicting the people before they came forward, you know, and that's something that the exemplified as well. So when we begin to see street organizations uniting and then they're dealing with consciousness and knowledge and they're speaking, you know, they're speaking against a system that has definitely oppressed both them and their people, then you're, 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 you're looking at prophecy fulfilled. Right. You know, yeah. Those those who mm-hmm. can see, yeah, you know what you're seeing is coming back around, and it's, it's definitely um it's a beautiful sight to see, you know. 
is. So get okay, brother. I'm not going to hold you up too long. Yes, sir. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. All right. Indeed, brother, likewise. Hotel. Peace. Okay. Peace. All right. We have caller from the 111. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Yo, what's good, fam? What up? Peace, fam. Peace. What's good is your boy Black. You know I have the Black. Black. What's good, Black? You heard that song that we rent? Yeah, we rinsed that. We rinsed Black Queen earlier. Let the family know that you in the building. Of course, you know I'm listening. I'm I'm loving the uh, exposure. It's monumental. I'm I'm definitely hip to the knowledge. Sparking something. You guys doing big things, man. No doubt, brother. I appreciate it, man. Like I said earlier, you know, I mean, we done chopped it up a few times in the streets and everything, but, you know, to see you waking up and to see how 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 you've approached, you know, your reawakening and the passion that you put towards it, I could see it in your eyes. You feel what I'm saying? And it speaks yeah. to me more so than when I'm speaking to the young guys that come up to us and they share with us that they're waking up because me and you, we all come from the same neighborhood. You know, we were running in the 90s. We were running around, you know, in the same pack. So you know where we come from, and we know where you come from. So I'm telling you, it's it's kind of crazy, you know, just like you said, knowing the the background we came from because I remember y'all coming on the block with bags of goodies like, yo, half price on the tag. Yeah. No but, doubt. Um, you know, but now, now the goodies, now the goodies are Sinetta videos and you know yeah. KTL shows yeah. and yeah. Kings County. We yeah. got a bag of Kings yeah. County yeah. now. Seamoss and exactly. pieces and things of that nature. The hoodies, so the, the hoodies is fire. You know I was feeling that oh, that RBG hoodie, that red, black, and green. That should be fire. Yes, yeah. sir. You was killing them. You know, 
you might not understand it, but it does open something. You, you recognize what you guys are talking about. Like, Indeed. When I don't even know what the fuck is a, a horizontal gene transfer, but that shit is just stuck in my head. Just, you know, <laughs> big up the ink for that. <laughs> nah, real talk, though. Nah, where's my when I came across that information, I had to implement it in some of my artwork and some of my latest uh, masterpieces because it wouldn't get out of my head. It kept speaking to me and revealing it. And I was seeing the evidence of it. You know, it's ideas that grow on you, you know, so we have new language. Like I said, we have new uh, neural pathways to use our imagination and to really bring into clear focus the things that we are participating in that we probably couldn't explain at another time. Like horizontal gene transfer to me is what I would explain about the proliferation of hip-hop in the early 80s by way of certain dance moves that on pop off in Brooklyn, somebody's on vacation there, they see their folks, they take it back to VA, next thing you know they're doing it in Virginia. And they're doing it in Cali and then you know, they're coming out with videos in 2015. I'm seeing videos in this year where they're showing certain tribes in Africa doing the same thing. So I'm still learning. I'm still making connections, you know. Uh, and we're we, we getting this new language to describe it, and, you know, that's some fly shit. Yeah, man. Definitely opening doors, man. And, um, you know, when you were saying the music... Uh, what's the do? Uh, rain. You know, yeah, rain. Rain is um definitely you gotta drop like eighty bombs for him because um oh, no. he destroyed that. I, and I heard when you guys were saying you wish the the cameras would have turned around. I wanted to see the crowd too to see what the youngins or what the today's hip hop yeah. was looking <laughs> like. Cause you know I know what? they think. I had I had seen another um, airing of the actual demonstration the other day, and I did notice when I looked at it this time, they did have a few crowd yeah, reactions. A few clips. You couldn't really see nothing though. You couldn't. You seen, but you seen some dudes going in like oh, melting them, yeah. and then they and showed the pan of the crowd. I know it's crowd stuck. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, I, I really, they should have just planted the cameras dead on the crowd just to see. But nonetheless, you know, in the age of viral video, it's a seed that you sit on the Internet and it grows into a tree. So it's going to, through the duration of time and through his ascension and climb, it's going to proliferate, it's going to spread. Millions will see it, you know, his, his, his star can only get brighter. Because he's, he's truly a legend. You know what I'm saying? He, he did that. He changed music with that. He probably don't even know that. You said what now? He probably changed music with that, man. He probably, you know, changed a lot of minds. That, that, that verse touched a lot of people, man. Bro, I can only directly speak on what it did to me. You know what I'm saying? I could only tell my own story about sitting there and um, it aired on a Tuesday, so obviously I didn't tune in. We were doing the show. 
So I saw yeah. I saw it later on, you feel me? And not necessarily in my feelings about the whole B E T million March situation, but I was like, damn, that's just that's just no respect. But, you know, I was like, let's see what we possibly would get on 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 a TV show, on an actual award show. You know, the most I was maybe thinking somebody at the podium had a T-shirt on or said something vocal about it. You know, I was kind of banking on something like that, but I didn't expect the the, the full barrage. You know what I'm saying? But this nigga pulled the cool on TV. I'm like, ooh, that was major. He got to, by the time he got to that Sandra Bland line, like that's when... You know what I mean? I could actually have yeah. feeling that you're talking about. Exactly. I was overcome by emotion. Like, damn, he's going in and he's touching on an array of topics and he's moving through it and he's flowing. You know, I'm like, okay. I know he's melting some frozen consciousness in that room. I would love to see the crowd. Never did, though, other than that pan shot. Well, I, I saw it from the screen. He definitely touched me. You're right, I can't really speak for everybody else, but he did touch us. I spoke to a few people, and they did feel that verse, so. But, um, yeah, so that brother has a project uh, coming out on Friday, family. We need to support brother in his endeavors, all right? Rain910, rain910.com. That should be the website. If it's not, just throw his name in the Google. Mr. Google let you know. All right, go check your people's out. Go check your folks out. Support them. I definitely see y'all on the thirteenth. You already know, twelfth and the thirteenth. Oh, sure. coming out that week. That's my birthday. Yeah, and, week. and so I'm there. we 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 might have this bidding war to see where that uh that track gonna land on who's mixtape. Okay. So KTL four point four to HOK, but you know. In cavalier fashion, it has to be on both of them because that's how powerful it is. It's actually the soundtrack that goes to that clip that people are telling me about with the young ladies. You need to have Sarnetta throw that song on the back of that clip, and the whole world needs to hear that message. Uh, the Black Queen? Absolutely. All right, no problem. Yeah. Did you see the latest clip we have out, out in Harlem with the um, yeah, I've seen young lady? Yeah. Young lady. Yeah, that song yeah. needs to go on that clip. Definitely. We can definitely Perfect probably that. Time. I'll All right. come up this this weekend. Uh, okay. Be his birthday, right? Yeah, that's on our born day. Um we're not yeah, designated yeah. to be here. But we'll be there in spirit, you know what I'm saying? All right, so I'll see y'all when y'all get back, man. For sure. Peace. Thanks to all the guys up there. Peace. Indeed. Peace. 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 All right. All right. We got like two more callers, so we're going to go ahead and go to our callers. We have a caller from the 919. Caller from the 919. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Yes, yes. Z Malachi, North Carolina. Peace, Peace. Peace, brother. How are you? Definitely. Yes, yes. I'm doing wonderful. I definitely wanted yes, to sir. greet you guys. I want to take the opportunity to do, to do that. Salute, brother. Thank you. 
And uh, I can't appreciate wait until I find a position to actually start working with you guys. My strategy is actually a 400-year strategy and dealing on the economic side. Mm. Wonderful. Indeed. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm we, on Facebook. Yes, sir. Do you have um are you are you on our Facebook page, the Note Ledge? Yes. Okay. Yeah, make sure Excellent. you inbox us in the messages. All right. All right. Yes, because we definitely yeah, are forget. working arduously to make it to the Carolinas very soon, you know. Uh that's that's like that's one of the top places on the list that we want to um, definitely visit and just sit, just just build with the family out there because there's so many people that are into this movement that are coming out of North and South Carolina, and I feel that um, uh, the teachers need to converge on yeah. those states, sit down with the brothers and sisters out there and work on some solutions. So we really, really, like, I really um, that's going to be very soon, and we look forward to it, and um, we, we would love to see you then. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are like me since I was 19. I've been looking for people like you guys. So I'm 44 now, and I right. worked most of my younger years away. Mm-hmm. And I was taught by Dr. Malachi to York for two years straight. Salute. And to look at our situation now, I'm thinking about how much time has been wasted just, just based on our, our conditioning. So I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are looking for this particular family, just like I, I, I have been for a long time. So, yeah, you guys Indeed. make it to North Carolina, especially during the time where, where your messages are unified. I know that would be powerful for a lot of people who are looking for some very significant, um, for, at least for a, ver- a very significant example. Absolutely. Definitely take heed okay. to that. And like he said, North and South Carolina are definitely destination points, you know. And, um, you know, there's much more than that, but we'll discuss it outside of the purview of the good people over at uh, Block Talk Radio. So. I hit you up on Facebook. I won't take up too much, too much of your time. You can go to the next caller. Just want to greet you guys. All right, Salute. King. Thanks. Peace, Peace. brother. Peace. And check out brother NotRain910.com out. Fayetteville, North Carolina native. You know what I'm saying? The brother definitely put me on for the city. <laughs> Hello? Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the 256. Call it from the 256. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Call it from the 256-337. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Nobody there. That's Let's it? go to the 336. It was kind of loud. Let's see if it's still. Call it from the 336. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace. Peace to Peace. God. Peace. Peace, God. What's going on, Red and Blue? It's your brother. All is well, brother. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Red, I, I tried to look over Red last time I, I last time I was in the desert, and I, I couldn't I couldn't make it up there. You know, family, when you come home, family have you running every way. Oh yeah, they be on you. Know. You know, yeah, trying to trying to see the kids and, and the family and, and the wifey and all that. So, but next time yeah. I definitely touch down. 
I'm definitely where coming, you was coming from Mecca. Say again? Where were you coming out of? Oh, Carolina. I I, I was coming um out of Cal well, you know, I live in Carolina now, but yeah. originally from 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 New York, so from the town. Yeah, yeah okay. I gotta Y'all got to talk to me about these Carolinas, man. Everybody's in the damn Carolinas. What's yeah, really yeah, good? We got we to gotta put a Carolina coalition together so we could get out there. And, and, and that was the reason got, why I hit one, because I wasn't even going to hit the one, but I was like, you know what? When he said he was going to come down to Carolina, we they definitely need you down here. They definitely need you. But my question yeah, was actually to the elder that was on early, the first, Entering um, the first entering elder that was on earlier, I wanted to. He touched, he said something that touched me when he was saying something about you know yes the holiday season is coming up or whatever you know however you want to oh. say it, but but he said you know we need to not look at Christmas as you know the true we need to not follow it, which me myself coming me and wifey coming into you know, uh, our own school of thought via the right. nations of gods and earth. I just wanted to know maybe one of the gods on here could give me some input on how can we take the the whole Christmas aspect out of the kids because we, you know, we got kids, so it's like they're expecting right. that around this time. You know, they're expecting that Christmas, but now you know, me and wifey has changed our way of thought and changed our lives. You know, we don't celebrate those things anymore. And um, same thing with, you know, I call it Indigenous People Day, but some people say Thanksgiving. Um, and actually, my born day is right after that. My born day is the 28th of, of, of November. Okay. Sash. Salute. Peace, Sash. Sag in the building. Indeed. I, I would yeah. say, oh. I would say, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a modified schedule, so it's not necessarily something that you want to go cold turkey on right away. Some people will tell you different. Some people just say cut it directly. I know it worked for us. And with us it was gradual. It was the the, you know, being initially told what it was versus what it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And then the resetting of the the whole aspect of giving. You know once you allow the children to know, you feel me, this is from mommy and daddy as a token of our love and gratitude and appreciation, you know, then it changes the whole dynamic. But you got to explain to them that there's no white man coming through the chimney setting gifts down under the tree. You know what I mean? But taking totally taking away the whole aspect of giving that might be a little too critical for them. So you might want to incorporate even them to say, if y'all was to make gifts for mommy and daddy for all of the love that we showed you this year, what would you do? What would you buy mommy? What would you buy dad? You know, incorporate them into something where now there's a, a interaction. They feel involved instead of the burn of feeling, and they just told me that, you know, there's no sand and shit, you know what I'm saying? And, they might start getting nervous. Damn, we ain't getting nothing no more. We're gonna be how we gonna tell us to our friends. We can't even have this conversation. So, well, that, that that's peace because actually, 
we um we actually have started to you know kind of take them away from the idea of you know the whole Santa Claus and everything. But um we have been leaning more towards the whole Kwanzaa thing. So my like it's kind of torn because I don't want to put up a tree. But why if you want to put up a tree and maybe do it like an African theme, you know, instead of the regular, you know, red and green bullshit that, you know, everyone else puts on their trees, you know, a more African, you know, RBG um, colors, yeah, you, could, you know you what I mean? You could dress the green tree in black and red and utilize that to explain RBG. I mean, if 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 in fact a tree does go up, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, I mean, my whole thing is just try to capture it as a teacher moment. Whatever you do, turn it into a teacher moment because you're just planting the seeds, you know? Okay. That's peace. I, I don't that. know if you have, yeah. I don't know, like, for my nephew, because him being with his mother, he's exposed to something different, but he knows. You feel me? Mm-hmm. He knows at the same time that this is coming from people that love him. You know what I mean? And he's not really, you know what I mean? Like, it it, it wouldn't kill him if we didn't participate and celebrate. You know what I mean? He's not, like, hardwired for that necessarily. But at the same time, are your children exposed to uh, other people? Like, do they go to the school system? Are they, well, they, um, they other actually, people outside they of the actually, um, well, of course, of course, my family, you know, my, my mother, uh, yeah. the, the wizard's mother and, you know, her, her people, of course, you know, they all believe in, you know, the Christianity and stuff like that. Uh, right. But I will say that they do go to charter school this year. It's an all-black charter school. Um, and both teachers have sat down with me, and I pretty much, you know, told them what we, you know, I, I didn't tell them what we studied, but I told them, you know, how I run my house. And right. my oldest, my, uh, the older child of, that me and my wife have, my daughter, she actually, her teacher is actually, like, straight blame with it. Like, she'll tell her class in a minute that white people are devils, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, she, she, I mean, she, she, she keeps it real 100. Actually, her husband uh, studies as well from the same, from, you know, nations, gods, and earth. So me and him, Bill, right. and it was just crazy to see how, I mean, like, she goes in. So it's actually good that I chose the school, but I, we wanted the school, you know, because everyone is black, so we wanted them to be taught by people that look like this. Um, we don't, you know, we, we don't have the time to, uh, to homeschool. I wish I, we would. Maybe in the future we will. But um, that being said, they do, you know, they do get a, 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 a doses of, of both sides. Like when they're at home with me, you know, I, I build with them all the time.